Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Let's talk about it. You better ask somebody. Are we recording? Yeah. Now we are? Yeah. Formatted noires? Yeah, I formatted the card. And then I tested it, and it said the card was fine. And then I did a factory reset on the actual the Zoom Zoom device itself. Gotcha. And then I reset the time. I set the time and date and whatever. So I guess we'll see what happens. I reset everything: the card and the the Zoom recorded the P4, the Podtrack P4. So hopefully nothing happens. I don't know what happened. It just has an error. It just says error. Not right now. No, I think we're good right now. But yeah, we're fine right now. We'll see what happens. I'll keep my, I'll keep an eye on it. Right. It's done it before, and I, the uh, I let the counter kept going. The time kept going, and then when I saved it, it was fine. But uh, just for some reason, last week my it didn't it didn't record my entire track. Yeah, it recorded yours. Yours was there. I I don't know. So listen, hey. Welcome to another episode of Opinions and Bowholes. Everyone's got one. I'm your host, Jake. I'm here with my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's Matt. So, yeah, you, you just heard what happened last week. So, if you've been listening to us and you're a follower, we appreciate you guys listening first and foremost. It's always fun to just sit here and bullshit with my best friend and have other people that want to listen to us talk because... We're not going to stop doing this. No. It's so much fun. Like we said before, we're going to have the conversation whether we're recording or not. Right. It's just fun to record it. I'm at Matt's house as much as I'm at mine. So <laughs> we'll just keep hanging out like this, keep doing our thing. Hopefully you guys and hopefully you guys feel like you're sitting here with us, just bullshitting with us because it's, it's just a fun time. Uh, so, yeah, last week, sorry, we haven't had an episode last week because we recorded one, but it fucked up and it didn't record Matt's audio. Yeah, when I went to do, yeah. when I checked it and went to do the edit, I had no track. I had one track. I have supposed no to have legs. two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened either. But but like I said on the other episode, this keep, this thing keeps fucking up. It's fired. I'm going to get a new one. And uh, Something. And, and side note, uh, keep an eye out for a special event happening on our Spotify. Yeah, we'll throw an Easter egg out there. There's a bonus. There'll be some bonus content. Uh, just... A little a little hint we went fishing yesterday with our good friend josh thomas who's been on the podcast with us several times and uh the water was so calm and the weather was so nice we decided to make a little recording out there so keep an eye out for it give it a listen give it a watch it was fun the topic was just random off the top of our heads <laughs> it's a little it's really short uh matt's got to edit it all up because it's actually a video of us. So, you know, for yeah. a little hint and Easter egg, just keep an eye out for it. It was super fun. Spotify has video now. You yeah. Can, just you like, upload just video. like Hulu has live sports. Yeah. Hulu has live sports. They do. Yeah. So does YouTube TV now because you got to pay for it. God damn. Yeah. Shit. Doesn't, did you say that's like 75 bucks a month? Just for the YouTube TV. Yeah. And it's like $400 for Game Pass or Game shit. Ticket, Sunday Ticket. I know one person that's gotten it, but that's expensive. <clears throat> oh, we, I got to check our Verizon because something NFL related is included with a lot of Verizon. 
That's YouTube. Uh, that's Sunday Ticket. I think I have to check mine. I'm not that much of a sports person, but if I can get that for free. But I think you have uh, to pay for YouTube TV. Do you? To have Sunday Ticket on YouTube TV. Oh, oh that's right. Because you said they took that off of their app itself and they it's only available on youtube tv or something weird yeah well it was on direct tv yeah. direct tv had nfl sunday ticket and then youtube tv acquired nfl sunday ticket that's yeah. an extra purchase on top of the youtube tv purchase yeah so if you already have youtube tv which has like a hundred plus live channels and you're paying 75 bucks a month for that then for an extra 75 or 80 a month, you can get NFL game pass. And it's like for four or five months, you got to pay that. So, so something like that, you can get different levels of the NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah. And you can get different levels of it. So some of them, one of them is like a hundred dollars where you can get NFL red zone and all this other replays and uh, analysis and all this shit on top of it to get the full experience of the NFL. But I just want to watch the games. Yeah. Cause I saw, I saw a commercial somewhere for something. And that's included with the mini because the Verizon has like weird tiers of uh, unlimited, the unlimited service, like your unlimited package you choose. Like that's how we have uh, Disney, the Disney plus bundle, the Disney bundle, the NF, the NFL, the ESPN, Disney plus and Hulu. The, right. Like right, the, right. not the Hulu with live, not the Hulu with live TV, but just like the, the basic Hulu. Right. Like the one that's like a. What is it? It's like 10 bucks a month, something that yeah. one's, that one's, uh, that's all included with our, we just logged in and we just put like our account or something number in and it said, Oh, look, boom, we created account using our Verizon stuff oh, and wow. that's all included. We added nice. our, added the email and whatever. So I saw a commercial. I think I was watching a video on YouTube. It might've been a commercial on YouTube and it said something with the NFL. I don't remember which one it was. Probably NFL Sunday ticket. Something. You know, like, I think it was right after one of those commercials. You know, the this is your plan to watch. The, it's like you, you don't have NFL, so you you watch your, your dog safe for your neighbor or something. Right. So you can watch theirs. It's one of those. But what, you know what? I've been getting all these calls from DirecTV, which I don't answer because I'm usually out driving. And I don't answer them because I don't want to sit and talk to somebody for 10 minutes from, from DirecTV. Yeah, because they're promo calls trying to get you to buy something but else. But I did something. see a commercial that said you can get NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube TV on us, on DirecTV, just like the other places are doing. Oh, that's cool. So I was wondering, but I still have to pay for YouTube TV, uh, 75 bucks a month, and I still have DirecTV. Everybody's teaming up with YouTube so to I'm make wondering, people buy YouTube TV. So what I'm wondering if it is, is, hey, if you sign another two-year guaranteed contract with us, we'll pay for your YouTube TV, YouTube uh, NFL Sunday ticket. There you go. So then you can have that. But then I'm going to pay a direct TV bill and a YouTube TV bill and then just get NFL Sunday ticket for free. Like, I don't know how it, how it would work. Yeah, I don't know. So I found an app called NFL Plus where it's like six bucks a month and I can watch some out-of-market games on there and follow oh, there all go. the teams and all the scores. There you go. So, I mean, like today I was sitting in my chair and I started watching the uh, – who was it? Who was playing? It was uh, – Pittsburgh and 49ers. I was watching them on Fox and on my phone I was watching Tampa Bay and Vikings. <laughs> That's why I like how um F1 does theirs cuz the FIA the the F1 Federation something the governing body they're in charge of televising all of the the races. 
So you subscribe to the F1 app. I think I said on here that I've subscribed to the F1 app <clears throat> and yeah. uh, just it's 80 bucks for the year and you have access to everything, everything F1 related, all of their, their tele televised stuff. Like you can go back to their archive and check all the old stuff and you can watch it live. If, I mean, I don't usually get up that early because all the races so far have been over in Europe. So that's a few hours ahead. <laughs> right. I haven't been, uh, I guess, as a devoted enough fan to get up at freaking <laughs> six o'clock in the morning and to watch, watch them live. Watch, the, watch them live. So I you just, watch the replay. Yeah, I just watch the replay at nine right. or whatever when I decide to watch it, or sometimes in the evening. It's just something about football season, man. And you know, diehard Lions fan. Uh, I just, I, 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 I gotta watch my Lions, man. I get mad if I don't get to. Yeah, I don't and blame you. I'm sure I won't be able to watch a lot of them this year. Just because I don't want to have to pay that much money to watch them. Yeah. I mean, I think I already pay like almost 200 bucks a month for all of our different streaming services that we have. Yeah. We've got, well, the Disney bundle, we've got that taken care of, but we have HBO, the HBO Max, which tur just turned to Max. We've got that. We've got, what other? We have Paramount Plus. We have Peacock. That might be free. I think that's free. I think Discovery's free too. Discovery. Yeah. I don't, I think. I think Peacock, the level we chose, the not free one, so we have more content. Gotcha. We have Showtime. We have <clears throat> Netflix. We have Hulu. Yeah, well, the but that Hulu's, came with the Disney yeah, bundle, right? Yeah. We have, I think the Hulu, though, we pay the extra because it's just the free one that, that's included. Don't have live so, sports. <laughs> no, but then we pay the no, we pay the extra because, I mean, it's like four or five dollars for the no commercials. Right. Because the other one's the one that's included. And then we have, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I paid for the F1, the F1 uh, app, which was 80 bucks for the entire year. But that's not bad. No, no, it's that's like, not for a whole year. It's like 80 bucks for the whole year or or it's like 11 something a month, yeah. $12 a month or something like that. And that would average out to $140. Yeah. So. So you save a bunch. You save $65. You save, yeah, if you just pay it up front for the whole year. Yeah, for sure. So. I'm well, sure there's something else. Eleven bucks a month, or twelve. I think, I think yeah, it's twelve dollars a month to be 144. It's eleven like a, bucks to be 133. So, yeah. I don't remember whatever <clears throat> whatever it was. I was looking at. I'm going. Isn't it? Isn't eleven times? Well, eleven times eleven is 121, isn't it? Okay, sure. I think so, Amanda. Well, I thought you were really plus good another, at math. I thought you'd just know. Plus another eleven. So if it's eleven bucks a month, and then. It's just 80 for 121 for 11 times 11. Okay. So yeah, even if it's 11 bucks a month, you're still saving forty. Yeah, I'm still saving. It was like 40, 50 bucks, something like that. Yeah, so saving. you're still saving plenty so of I'm money. Like, I'm like, shoot, that's way better savings. And you were going to watch them anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah. And then for some reason, the reason why I did it is because it was race day, and I'm on ESPN Plus going, why does it keep asking for, for your TV provider? I right. thought we already paid for the app. To, I mean, I was selecting other stuff, like UFC stuff that was on there was letting me watch stuff. It was letting me watch other races. Right. But it the the race that was live at the <coughs> like it was. I'm pretty sure I might have been. It might have been the. Might have been the Austin race that happened earlier this year. No, is Austin? No, Miami. It was the Miami Grand Prix, which was this stateside. So I was like, oh, I could watch it live. And I'm trying to watch it live, and I couldn't watch it live on ESPN. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And it kept asking for your TV provider so you could 
access the content and i'm like this is garbage right like what the heck so i just i'm like oh i'll just get the app so i just bought the app and then logged in created my log created my stuff and watched the race live on there <laughs> right ethan was telling me i think it was uh friday or something friday night saturday morning well i didn't see him yesterday morning so friday night or something like that that uh red bull hasn't lost a race in like over 300 days or something it's probably it might be more than that. They've won every single race of the season. Yeah, well, won it was like it, it was over three hundred. It might have been three hundred and twenty or three hundred and thirty days. Yeah, they haven't lost a race yet. Yeah, they, they and that well because their their driver won the championship last year. Yeah, so they've got multiple races in a row from carrying over from last year. Right. He their Max Max Verstappen won the first race of pretty sure he won the first race of the year this year this season. I think he lost the second one, but his teammate Sergio Perez won. One uh, was uh, one, and they were one and two. I'm pretty sure. So he came in second place, but only to his teammate. So Red right. Bull, Red Bull hasn't lost a race since sometime last season. So do you think Max Verstappen's moving up in the standings of greatest of all time? He he. Well, he won last week, so he broke the record for the most consecutive wins. And the reason I bring up up is because that was our last episode, <laughs> the movie Up, and that was episode fifty three. So we are over a year yeah. of episodes now. Yeah, the podcast is a year old. Yeah, just over a year old. Well, it's well over a year old. Just but, the I mean, content we've put out. Pub published episodes were <laughs> yeah. were a year old. We had to just take over. that break during peak, but uh, yeah. yeah, we did. The what Randy was saying: if we don't work Saturdays, we can still record. So yeah. Hopefully this peak will be really good and run smooth, man. Hopefully. If not, Christmas Eve is gonna suck. Is Christmas Eve a weekday this year? I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna look to see when Christmas Eve is this year because be. uh kind of interested to know when it is. Let's see. No, Christmas Eve is a Sunday. Oh. So yeah, we got Sunday and Monday off. Nice, we'll have a three-day weekend. If we get Saturday off. Yeah, that's true. We'll probably still have to work the 23rd to get everything else finished up. I think that's just going to depend on uh, <clears throat> the weather. Because this year, this year we or last last season, we had a lot of weather, and we had snow make a lot of things late. And some people. Yeah, hopefully this year it holds off like it did a couple years ago, and we just have a smooth peak, well, I mean, and then it just dumps the shit on us. Yeah, that, what the, that happened three years ago, I think. Three, maybe it was three years ago, but I don't care. Like, I want to have a good, clean peak where I can go out and drive around, drop shit off, yeah. go fast as fuck. I think boy. it was Bob's last peak. It might have been Bob's last peak as our center manager. It we didn't rain. It didn't rain. It didn't snow until like after like, New Year's. Yeah, it snowed a little bit after just, Christmas. Yeah, just, I think it snowed a little bit on Christmas, just enough to to have a cool oh, white, a white Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. And then it was just pretty chill. And that was Christmas Day, so yeah. we don't give a fuck about Christmas Day or after that. Oh, that was it. And it's then, for the month and a half before Christmas. Don't fucking snow. I know. <laughs> it makes shit so much or, easier. The problem is, is the middle of the state and the southern part of the state just get fucking murdered with snow. Yeah. And that's where all of our packages come from. That's what happened two years ago. We didn't have a couple, few years ago, we didn't have a whole lot of weather here, but- Every, it happened last year too. Everywhere else kept getting backed up, so Bismarck wasn't getting stuff. Yeah, so they couldn't get stuff out to North out to our our centers. What did we have like two days off in a row that one time? I th I think that last was, Christmas we had two days off yeah. in a row. Yeah, because we didn't get nothing. 
Yeah, and we're well, running skeleton crews. Well, shoot, and then last year, last year, and uh, the right at the beginning of spring is when we had that last crazy storm. Oh my god, it was bad. We got, got stuck. Like, they got like four feet in Bismarck. And we got stuck at our house for almost a week. Over them week and a half, yeah, they freaking had like four feet in Bismarck. Yeah, that was crazy last year. That weather was crazy because we were still we were living out at that other house. Yeah, off the, off the highway. That that freaking thirteen acre lot we were on. Yeah, yeah. Way out in the almost the seemed like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so uh our fifty three episode, that was a lot of fun to record. Go back and listen to it if you haven't yet. Go see it, find it somewhere, watch it. Up Shit, that was a, a good movie. Fantastic movie in it, and it's <clears> good. <throat> it's good for all ages, and it, and it really uh, it'll it'll uh, it'll it'll transcend cultures and uh, generations. It's one of the movies that just uh, really plays well to every form of life. I think. Yeah, and if you listen, there's a to the, if you listen to that episode, there's a reason it won. The Academy Award for Best Animated Picture of the Year and the Teen Choice Award of the Best Summer Comedy of the Year. Yeah, it won like four. Not even it won on like four different platforms. Not even like not even an, I don't even think animated was in that award. It was just the best summer comedy yeah. of two thousand nine. And I think it grossed seven hundred and eighty million dollars yeah. or something like that yeah, worldwide. Yeah, they had like, a huge budget though. They had three hundred and something. I thought million, you said it was like one hundred and thirty million. Something crazy. And then, like just just in the U.S. alone, it grossed like three hundred and some million. Yeah, yeah. And then worldwide, it was, was seven hundred and eighty, yeah. I think, seven yeah, fifty or it, more. Because it made it made more money in the the world market than it did in the U.S. and, and the that, North America. That goes to show you that what I just said is true. It transcends cultures yeah. and generations. Like every walk of life loved well, it. Also, the cool thing is uh, with that is because it is an animated movie, they can dub over and they can record other languages eat really really easy yeah, 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 yeah so they can record the chinese they record i don't know french and and spanish german Mandarin, german. german they can add those portuguese in. it seems like they could add those in a little easier because they're already adding that audio in anyway in right. the english the original so i mean yeah lips don't line up does when it you, ever? When you, you remember them old Hong Kong films they dubbed into <laughs> yeah. English? Yeah. Well, that's a little that that's always tricky because certain phrases to get the translation correct, so you get so you can translate the uh, or you can portray the actual. I get the the meaning, so you get the feel of and the meaning of the moment that's happening, right? Because if you translate stuff word for word literal like i've translated stuff for amanda she watches i love lucy all the time so and ricky will get mad and start yelling at her and then he, he goes into spanish mode because that's easier for him because he's a he's cuban in the show i don't where is ricky where is he actually from is he cuban in real life or was in real life so he was cuban and I, sometimes I'll, I'll tell her well the literal translation is word for word this is what it is but the phrase actually if you have to translate the whole phrase as a whole so sometimes when you're i mean that's like you're saying the the mouth keeps moving and it's in in the english translation is he killed my brother and the mouth is like moving for 10 more seconds afterwards right then <laughs> it's just uh it, sometimes some things translate certain phrases and right right slang and different things translate quicker i in, think that's why it's so languages. hard to learn i think that's why it's so hard to learn other languages too yeah, because 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 you know it's not just phonetic; it's more uh, other other languages. What they say, the way they say it, the inflection of it, 
has yeah. a different meaning. Yeah. You know, you could say, I'm happy, or however someone else would say, I'm happy. And like, that means like, oh, this guy's just happy. This guy's over ecstatic, full of joy, happy, you know? Yeah. And, and they use that as a literal translation for some of others, for some other languages because of the inflection of their voice and the way they're saying it. Or in the phrase, they'll throw another word in there that means over ecstatic or something like that, but they're just happy, just like the other guy. But the way they said it, yeah, the way it's said in their phrasing just means a different thing. So I get what you're saying. And that's why a lot of the models move more than the <laughs> they words. keep going and going. And it's like uh, <clears throat> that English phrase translated to that was five words, but their right. mouth, you could tell they, they just said 50 different syllables. <laughs> right, right, right. The mouth was flowing, just kept going. So that cracks me up when we watch UFC. And you see them translate from Portuguese to English or oh, French yeah. to English or yeah, yeah. Russian. And they just talk for like a minute straight saying blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden the guys are like, I'm real happy. I won. Yeah. I want this next fight. Thank you. Pray, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like what the fuck? Dude, you look two seconds to yeah. say that. Yeah, he's like talking forever. He's like, oh, I'm happy I won. Praise God. Thank you to my trainers. Thank you to my family. And then it's like. Uh, Thank you. There, there's. <laughs> There's more. He said yeah. a lot more. He said way more than you saying. <laughs> Maybe he was just talking shit about us because we don't know what he's saying. You know, Maybe. who knows? Maybe. I oh, don't know. shit. That's funny. But so, speaking of sports, speaking of sports, getting into UFC translations, all that stuff, today's topic, we're going to talk about. It's sports related. We're going to talk about athletes' pay, men versus women, football versus baseball, soccer, hockey. F1 racing, golf, tennis. We're gonna we're gonna give you a couple lists, and uh, we're just gonna have a good discussion on it and uh, try to answer the age old question: Why men get paid more than women? Because I don't. Me and Matt kind of had this discussion on the last one. You guys will never hear. But uh, uh, Matt says we're gonna figure out, in our opinion, why. And I'm like, yeah, but we know why. And I was like, yeah, but we know why. And we're just going to try to answer the age-old question why. We don't know, but we have a good idea. <laughs> we have a good idea why. We just don't know why. Well, I guess I would say we, as of this date right now, one, we know we'll, we'll talk about the big reason why. Yeah, there we, you go. Well ha- I mean, there's a whole history, I guess. I mean, there'd be a history lesson to talk about other stuff on on why. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just going to have a good discussion on it. So, I mean, last, uh, the, the, uh, the lost episode, we'll call it the lost episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a, we had a nice list of, you had uh, top 10 highest paid athletes. I still have that. And uh, that's, that's where we started last time. So I think that'd be a good place to start right now. I think for, it's a good place this to one. start. Just just to get out there some stuff, and then I've got I've got a list because F one there's only twenty drivers, so it'll take me three minutes to go through everybody's salary there. Right. And there's a huge there's huge differences between the lowest paid, which oh, yeah, which I would love to make that. I I would love to be the lowest paid driver in F one. I know. Right? I wouldn't care. Not at all. <laughs> I would not care. One million dollars and that's just their salary that's not including the endorsement deals they make that's not including the advertisement deals that they make because to advertise a i mean like a four inch sticker on the driver's helmet which i believe 
the the assumption the the belief is that when you advertise on on a helmet, that's the driver's helmet. That's their money. So right. if they have if they have six six three inch stickers, that can be anywhere from a million, depending on placement. It can be a million to a few million dollars right for that endorsement and some of those advertisements can be if they want that if they want a big sticker on the car it can be a million dollars per race i don't doubt for it. advertising they make the money off it yeah and we'll talk about that too we'll talk about why endorsements well, I are mean, good, good i think idea. a lot well and i think most people realize that most athletes pay most of the money that they're bringing in it bringing in when, when you're talking about an athlete and they're making so much money 90% of their pay, 80% of their pay is their endorsements. And we'll talk well, not, about why they get paid so much even, off their endorsements. Not even pay, but their, their, I guess their net worth. Right. I would say, I'd probably say 80% of uh, any athlete's net worth is their endorsements. Right. If not more. So I'm going to go through the top. Uh, you know what? Last time on the lost episode, we did the top uh, 20, I think. This time we're just going to do the top 10. All right, that sounds good to me. Top ten paid male athletes as of, um, see, I got this out of I got out this of Forbes, article right? on Forbes, trusted for, for source, the men, trusted source, very, very, uh, oh, what do they call it? Very reliable source, Forbes, yeah, Forbes for business, for business, business stuff. and income and, and wealth, and they're always at the top of the list for investment and earnings and stuff. Like yeah, for articles. So we're gonna go off this list. I'm just gonna do the top ten. So. Uh, there's only let me let me see there's one two three four five sports in the top ten i think five four yeah five five sports it took me a little while on the, on the last episode to remember where the top one was we started going through the list and then and then i remembered i was like oh i saw that i I saw the contract that this person that we'll get to signed. <laughs> yeah, so I know. I, I know who's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So number ten is Kevin Durant, and he's a basketball player. Basketball. And his total earnings for twenty twenty two. Actually, I believe this article was from uh May May of twenty two to May of twenty three. I think this article was. So Kevin Durant, basketball player, played for the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and them guys, and he went to Brooklyn and played for the Nets. And I don't even know where he's at now, but uh, his total earnings for that one year is $89.1 million. And that's just for – that's just his, his basketball salary. For what team? That might be his Golden basketball. He, well, he played for Golden State, then he played for the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know where he plays anymore. If you just type in Kevin Durant, it'll tell you where he's playing at now. Well, so that was I, I, as you were doing that. I looked up. I, I typed in Kevin Durant twenty twenty endorsements. He he signed a ten year contract with Nike. Yeah, valued at three hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Holy shit! That's like forty. Well, thirty-five million a year. So if you look at the, if you look at what did you say his 30, 30 million a year. Yeah, but what did you say he made off of his his football, football or basketball? His basketball eighty-nine point one million. So eighty-nine million versus three hundred million. You look at his. That's just Nike. That's not including 
any any other any of his other else. endorsements because i mean somebody he might be doing commercials for someone else wearing i, I love this underwear right he, who knows because i mean we've seen that haynes didn't uh, michael jordan did a did a shit ton of haynes commercials wasn't he wasn't it him yeah, that i yeah, remember yeah. seeing standing around in uh fruit of the loom fruit of the loom yeah. standing around in their t-shirts and their underwear yep. so so he made 89 million la that year for basketball but his 10 million dollar 10 year 30 mil 300 million dollar contract you said gave him 30 million dollars a year so he got 10 million from basketball 30 million from nike 300 sorry 300 million from from nike it's like holy crap if you look at those numbers he's barely he's not making a whole lot he could quit playing basketball right now just endorse it just endor well if he quit playing basketball he would no one would call him up for endorsements he's that good He's well, that he good. might be able to keep keep do going. Michael keep Jordan. Doing. Michael Jordan's still a big name in endorsements. Well, people are still buying Jordans. Well, yeah, people <laughs> yeah that are, makes a big difference. People are still buying so many Jordans. How many how many versions of his retro have they had to pull out and start making again just because people want them and people buy them? That's crazy, isn't it? A lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, freaking sure. Parker asked for Jordans two two years ago for for school. He found <clears> some. <throat> he wanted he wanted Jordans. He got some, I don't remember which ones they were, they're, but they were a nice leather, black, white, and red. They oh, were yeah. very nice. They're probably the retros. They, I'm pretty sure they were. Or the Jordan they're ones. Some, they were Jordan somethings. Yeah. They weren't the They weren't the, the last one that he wore. No, not at all. <clears throat> so, I mean, they're making tons of money on their endorsements. That's, like I said, I think, I think most of their money is coming from endorsements. A huge percentage. Well, like that one is a little different. Uh, a, a huge percentage. Well, because yeah, I mean, this for is- sure. So if he made, if like you said, three hundred million for ten years, which is thirty million a year, that's one endorsement. That's just one endorsement. Yeah. So I don't remember what his, and I don't remember what his NBA contract was, but NBA has some of the highest paid players in all sports: NBA, baseball, and basketball. Or <laughs> NBA is basketball. NBA, <laughs> NFL, MLB. Well, it's it looks like this other article says he signed a lifetime endorsement deal with Nike, so he's making even more money. Yeah, look at that. <clears throat> he's one of them guys that's always going to be a household name in basketball. Kevin Durant, he's just he's KD. Uh, let's see, he's got other endorsement deals with Gatorade, Degree, Deodorant. Um, so he's making. I'm sure Gatorade is paying up a ton of money. Oh, I'm sure. Degree deodorant. I'm sure a lot. Of, that's that's a good amount of money there too. For sure. So those are some of his other endorsement deals. All right. All right. Number Who's nine. Next? Tennis. The only tennis player in the top ten. Roger Federer. I've heard that name before. He's won a lot of tournaments. He's one of the best male tennis players of all time. His earnings for that year were $95.1 million. That's pretty good. And uh, like I, the other night I was watching uh, the U.S. Open tennis. Oh, were you? On ESPN. I don't, sometimes I just like watching <laughs> ESPN 8, the Ocho. <laughs> uh, no, on ESPN it was just on there. Um, there was a football game supposed to be on, and I turned it over there, and all of a sudden it's freaking the U.S. Open. And uh, I'm watching it, and Ethan comes down. He's like, well, you watch tennis, I didn't even a sport. And I'm like, dude, this is one of the hardest things to do in the world, to throw a ball in the air and have that perfect serve. And Why is he going to make fun of – didn't he 
his last year in high school, didn't he? Wasn't he able to not take gym class because he took esports? Well, that was his. Yeah, that was like his sophomore year. But yeah, I know. It's like, well, no, he still did gym. He did weightlifting. Well, he did. She chose to do weightlifting. But I'm like, yeah, you can't make fun of fun of someone for playing tennis when you're trying to get into esports. And then he's like, well, I could do that. I'm like, oh, no, you couldn't do. <laughs> no, those no. serves. I don't think people don't realize how fast those serves are coming at him because the tennis yeah, ball. Dude. Tennis ball is squishy, so it it absorbs energy and it shoot it can fly out there. And the racket is springy, so most of them serve over a hundred over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, faster than Randy Johnson was pitching, or as fast. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I want to say I heard this thing that it was like 115 miles an hour, 110 miles an hour is is, is oh, a yeah, decent well, serve. Yeah, tennis is. They, didn't Randy Johnson only hit like he hit only? I have to say only. He hit one hundred two or something like that. One hundred one, something like that. Yeah. He threw pretty hard. But then <clears throat> I, I wouldn't be able to see it. I'd be like, "Is he gonna throw the ball?" I Strike like, one. I feel yeah. like it'd be harder to hit a fastball. I think it'd be harder to hit a fastball off Randy Johnson than than return a serve off Roger Federer. Though. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. You, got, you got a ball that's about the same size as a baseball. They're about the same size. You got a racket that looks like a giant yeah. paddle. Yeah. And you got you a got wooden a, round bat trying to hit a fastball. Yeah. It's a round bat hitting a round ball. So the actual yeah. surface area that contacts to make it actually into the outfield and not foul. You have the to ball. hit that ball perfect so the ball squishes against your bat a yeah. little bit so it goes out. Yeah. And in tennis, you just I mean, got to be able to be lucky can, enough to hit that. If you can just, if you stick that racket out there and just happen to be holding it where he's going to hit it, you've got a pretty big surface. It's, it's what is, it's like three dinner plates yeah. around. So, if, yeah. Well, yeah. Probably around that. Man, you got a pretty big surface to try and get out there. <clears throat> but still, that ball's coming at you at 115 miles an hour. Which Holy means if you shit. do contact it, you're going to send it. And that's one of the, you just got to hold that tight. <laughs> but that's another one of the hard parts. If you just hold it tight and fucking hit back. You're going to send it over his head out of the court. Yeah. You that's, have to be yeah. precise how to return it back so it goes just over the net and bounces. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is how difficult that is. Because you don't have to hit it very hard to get it to fly way super far. No. A tennis just, ball and a tennis racket because they hit both bounce. Right. Yeah. And you got to aim it and you have to make sure the racket's tilted the right direction and you're not, you're not swinging. You're not – like if you're doing a – backswing you're not hitting and carrying the ball yeah. way too far so it shoots way out of bounds but you gotta get it to go right over the net and hit inside the square and then they gotta return it tennis is a very precise sport it's it nuts. really is and it's fast so people, fast people don't realize how fast it is i just i told ethan i, I just watch it to hear him scream <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they get into it just like i mean they do the same just like ufc fighter when they're when, yeah, they're, when they're kicking or hitting yeah yeah you're all you always hear that yeah or that <laughs> Yeah. You're always hearing that. When I hit the bag, I do. I make sure I do that. You got to make that noise. Yeah, it's just like when you're out grilling, you got to click the tongs. Yep, click yep. the tongs. You have to. What did I tell Maddie the other day? You have to do before. Oh, when you put on the rubber gloves, you got to snap. Snap them. You have to. You put when on I'm, rubber gloves. When I'm cutting hair, I always clip. Uh, when I when I'm done, I make the cut, and then before I make the next cut, I'm always clicking click, the click, scissors. Click, click, click. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff you got to do, especially Amanda, as a dad. You Amanda noticed. Amanda noticed. I always do it three times. Really? Yeah. I always, I always uh, open and close. Mm. It's always three times. If I was a psychologist, I'd have you lay on that couch. Well, I used to. I used to be. Um, I don't think I ever did it with light switches. I with water bottles. I always did it. If if it didn't feel right, I always loosen it and tighten it, retighten it three times. A water bottle lid. 
That's some just, OCD shit. Just for some reason that if I did it three times, then the lid was secure and it wasn't going to spill. Perfect. It's the only way to do it three <laughs> and times. If, and if I did it three times, it, and if it didn't feel right, I undid it and I had to do it three more times. Jesus. I've been able to consciously realize that I'm doing that and right. not do it. There are still times where I'll put the lid on and I'll be like, oh, is that on? Like, I don't have, it's on. I have to tell myself it's on. I don't have to. I don't have to re-secure it. When you pass away, you have to give your brain the science. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. Because I think they need to study that motherfucker and find out all these little kinks and twerks you got in there. Because you, you, got, you got a lot of little quirks that you like that, you know, I, I, I've, I've noticed just being your friend for, you know, five, six years now that we've been friends. Just, just the little things that you do, like when you get into something it has to be fucking perfect and it has to be the best way to do it and it has to be the best equipment and it has to be this way or else it's fucked <laughs> and it just makes no sense oh. to you you know it's like filleting that fish last night yeah but you trying know, to get it nice you, and just right you did really good compared to the last time yeah so the you second know, practice time makes perfect the second time was way better <clears> than the first time. i think that's the problem with us going out fishing for the last nine weeks <laughs> is that we want to catch we want to catch big fish right away yeah and it's just not working for us so now we're like trying to you know i i sit out there on the boat <coughs> i sit out there on the boat and i put my poles in the water and then you put a pole out there in the water and then you're messing with another pole and then you throw a cast that you're reeling it in casting out and if that one's not working you switch this up switch this up keep switching things and keep like you just can't sit still on the boat no i have a hard <laughs> you time have to doing keep that moving but i came to a realization a few weeks ago when we were out there fishing i'm like fuck we just got to be patient we got to learn patience when we're out there yeah you know we just got to be patient they'll come like when we when we get that trolling motor working just right i think it'll be better i mean <clears> there's <throat> techniques to learn for fishing but we just got to be patient you know yeah. i mean they're not just going to jump in our boat no you know they're not and uh the the more patient i mean look at we caught two yesterday yeah. Which was really nice. We're slowly catching more. We're slowly catching. We caught one last week. Well, Everett caught us one last weekend, and then we caught one. We caught two yesterday, and we were able to cook them up and eat them. And uh, that, that one had quite a – the smaller one had quite a bit of meat on it. It really did surprised. for being so small. I was really yeah. surprised how much it, it was. Had. It was only it was only a couple inches bigger than, than the limit. Yeah, and well, it was one inch. Had it good was amount, inch. had a good amount of meat on it, and then the other one had plenty of meat Boy, on it. The 18-incher. That was good. Probably had a pound of meat on it. Yeah. If well, I, I, maybe three quarter pound or a half pound of meat. I don't think it was too much meat. I don't think it weighs too much when you get it no, off the skin and off no. the body. But still, I mean, it was a nice little tray we had set up there with a bunch of walleye on it that you yeah. fried up. So and we got the cheeks this time. Oh, and we're actually decent. I don't they know were, if I'll eat them again. I'm not a big fan of that stuff. It was a little chewy. I'll keep for me. frying them up. Yeah, it's it was weird because you got a nice flaky, not fishy taste of the fillet yep. and then the cheek is has got that i guess you'd say rubbery i mean is it really yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little more chewy there's a little more it's got bite to little, it you got a little bit stronger consistency yeah but it, I mean, it's still not fishy it fla the flavor was amazing and yeah i don't really like the good. texture of it that's probably why i won't eat too many more of maybe them. but i like calamari and um uh, scallops see i so. don't there are it's two things that I do not like. Very similar. It's true. People say it's similar texture. It reminds you of scallops and you chewing on it. It's like, oh, that does chew like a scallop. Yeah. It's a little, very, very similar. For sure. 
So Roger Federer made a lot of money playing playing tennis. That's <laughs> what we do, right? That's what we do. We get so far off topic <laughs> talking about how hard tennis was and we got into fishing and fucking grilling up walleye. Oh, shit, it's funny. Uh, 95.1 million for Roger Federer as a tennis player, which I'm sure a lot of his was endorsements. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't have that broken down in front of me. But 95.1 million is how much he earned from May of 22 to May of 23. Number eight on the list is somebody that most everybody knows is Steph Curry. Yeah, that's a pretty well-known name. Uh, the the, le- the all-time leader for three-pointers in the NBA. Uh, three-time champion now, I think, three- or four-time champion. Plays for the Golden State Warriors. Basketball player. 100.4 million that he made last year in earnings. All right, I just Googled his... his uh, Federer's or Curry's? Curry's. Okay. Endorsement. So same thing from Forbes. This is according it says according to Forbes, Curry made around forty four million dollars annually from his endorsements. So yeah, so well, I, see that's the thing. I don't. Th- this is this is total earnings. So I'm wondering if 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 he made that much off of the endorsements, if his contract for basketball only paid him sixty million for that year, maybe. You know that, that seems, that's what I'm wondering because this was a hundred million for earnings, earnings, and that's all of it put together. Yeah. So so if that's accurate, then that means forty four million of that was was endorsements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so fifty that means six his, million is a contract. That means his contract was still a couple million more than his his earnings from endorsements. Right. So he's at about fifty six percent for earnings and endorsements. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't bad at all. That's still pretty crazy. It's like, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna make this much playing basketball, yeah. but then I can make twice as much if i endorse these people yeah well he endorses subway now double my salary yeah i've seen him on a bunch of subway he's on them subway commercials steph curry such i don't know i I would like to meet steph curry i don't know because then this other this other website says 52 million for 2022 it's partnership with rakuten carmax ftx Let's just say he made a lot of money off endorsements. Yeah. Well, here's here's another one. This is forty four million. Yeah, he's making millions of dollars playing basketball and and more millions of dollars endorsing shit. Right. Which is why, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen like Steph Curry in the news for doing something stupid. You know? Hopefully not. Because on this list, like one of the highest paid athletes of all time used to be Tiger Woods. Yeah, and he's been all over the media for doing stuff. He stu- was all over the media stuff. for committing adultery and his divorce. And yeah. I mean, he lost a billion dollars. Didn't in he crash? Didn't he yeah. crash a truck? Crashed the car, messed his legs yeah. up, messed his back up, hip up, or something like that. Now he's not even ranked nationally for golfing right now in the in the pros. And he lost his Nike. He lost his Nike endorsement. Lost his Gatorade endorsement. And I mean, he still got millions of dollars. He's still Tiger Woods. He cheated on his wife like four different times, five different times. Probably more crazy. than that. <laughs> five yeah. or six that a, they know of. <laughs> yeah, I heard a bad joke about that. What's well, the difference between Santa Claus and Tiger Woods? What's that? Santa Claus knows to stop at three hoes. That's right. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, 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 yeah. Tiger Woods don't. That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. But anyway, Steph Curry, basketball player, 100.4 million total earnings. For one fucking year, man. One year. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to play basketball for two years, and then I'm done. If I make $100,000 a year, legitimately, like you would have to gross 
150 a year off your if work. Not, well, if not more, because then you're in a more, higher tax bracket. Just to make $100,000, bring home a year. Yeah. For me to see a, well, in 20 years working at UPS, what I bring home, I will have made a million dollars in my lifetime. And he made more. He made 100.4 <laughs> in one year <laughs> one, off his contract and endorsements, year. man. Yeah. 100.4. I would have to work 100 years making $100,000 a year. To make what he made in one fucking year. Paid a crap ton in taxes. That's why I said I'd just play basketball for two years, maybe three years, and then yeah. I'd, just, I'd be done. And that, that brings up that, that brings up a whole other conversation about taxes. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> and, is. And why we get taxed so freaking hard on the little bit of money we make. Yeah. And they get taxed so equivalently less than what we do off the money they make. It, it's weird. Uh, I don't know how it all works, but... Number seven on the list is a golfer. He's a left-handed golfer. One of the best left-handers of all time. Phil Mickelson. Mickelson? Phil Mickelson. Yeah. See, yeah, you knew the like name. Like left-handed golfer? Yeah, there's not many of them. High-paid high paid left-handed golfer. And that's gotta Very high-paid. I think most of it's from endorsements. If you looked his up, he's got a lot of endorsements with uh, probably, uh, I think he's got endorsements through uh, TaylorMade, through oh, Dunlop. Probably. I remember uh, when, I, when I first started seeing amongst <clears throat> Amanda's grandparents watched PGA all the time. When I first started seeing that, uh, they said Mickelson. I, was to where I thought they said Nicholson. Yeah. I'm like, Jack Nicholson's a, he's he's an a actor. pro golfer. He's not a what? pro golfer. And then I looked at the TV. Here's and, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at the TV and I'm like, oh. And so it said, it said his name. It's Nicholson. Phil. And he's a tall white guy. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. He's a different looking guy. That's not. That's not Jack Nicholson. $106 million. Shit. For one year. Total earnings in one year. Jeez, those guys are making a ton of money because didn't uh, Saudi Arabia bought a bunch of golf stuff and they've got a bunch of money in it? That was Phil Mickelson's group. Yeah. Yeah. And he's making, they're making even more money than they were before. Oh, yeah. He's making tons of money off that deal. Yeah. They there almost, was a bunch I think of them. They, they were going to kick him out of the PGA for it. Well, now everybody's there. Yeah. So now it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. <clears throat> but Phil Mickelson, you know, and like, so, okay, okay, we're just going to keep going. Number six is another golfer, Dustin Johnson. Uh, good golfer. He's won a few tournaments. Is he in one the of the younger guys? Uh, yeah. A little bit. Is he one of the ones that always wears flashy colors? No, I you're thinking of that. Rory McIlroy. Oh, okay. Or not not, not Rory. Is, is it Rory Rory McIlroy or uh, – Somebody. There's one of the little bit younger guys who was always wearing bright colors and like prints and stuff. He was changing it up because usually it's pretty basic, pretty uh, yeah, monotone, uh, monochromatic colors. Or Rory McIlroy wears some pretty – he used to wear some different colors. Yeah. Um, Dustin Johnson, golfer, $107 million. That's crazy. $107 million for one year. Must be nice. Must be nice. But you know what? You know, you, you think about it. You you were born. You grew up. You played t-ball, a little bit of baseball, did some band, uh, played skate, you know, skateboarded a little soccer here and there, uh, you know, went on to uh, – did some college, went on mission, came back – Got married, started a family, moved around. Now you're working for UPS, you know. You think about a guy like Dustin Johnson. Take a guy like Phil Mickelson. Dustin, we'll say Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods. The only thing they've ever done is play golf. Sidney Crosby, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan. Well, Michael Jordan was both sports, but you take guys like that, 
that like there was a great commercial and i said it on the uh, uh nhl episode we did the hockey episode with josh where Sidney crosby said one time on a nike commercial he's like this was my senior prom this was my summer this yeah, was yeah. my this and this and this the dude played hockey and it's showing play. flashes of yeah. it's showing flashes of different arenas yeah like a school different. and then an arena and then here and here and here and here and um just that's the dedication it takes to be a superstar yeah and you know if you would have stuck with just skateboarding growing up who knows where you'd be if you would have just i'm a skater that's it nothing else maybe you I know i don't think i started early enough and i didn't have enough talent i ran out of talent i was not. and that does make a difference if you not, have the talent for it or not drive isn't always what you need you need the talent too like josh was saying on the nhl episode, yeah. on the hockey episode it takes talent <clears> too but these guys you know Dustin Johnson probably started golfing when he was three with his dad, and he just loved it so much. He played on his every every weekend. He was out golfing every night. He was at the driving range every weekend. He was going somewhere with his dad to golf and joined the school team. And he played in high school at all these different places. Then he went to college and played in college and tried out. You know, made it to the PGA Tour. How many losses has he had in his career before he started winning majors yeah. in the PGA? tour and now he's to the point where he's at the top of the game ranked in the top 10 in the in the world for golf and he's made it and he deserves to have a little bit of money i don't know if 107 in one year's worth it, <laughs> you know but he deserves to get paid well for the efforts he's put in well he's got a bunch of different people that are just they're willing to pay him that much money well and, that, they, and that's where we get into the debate about why like golf makes more than tennis players or uh basketball makes more than hockey and when you get into that stuff like basketball plays in arenas that have seat you know 35 40,000 people hockey is air conditioned it has to stay cold in there so they're seated at 18,000 15 to 18,000 people so even if you charge 60 bucks bucks a ticket the NBA is still making if you sell out both arenas the NBA is still making double what NHL is for the same price tickets because it's a bigger arena. Same thing with football. Football seats, you know, anywhere from fifty to seventy thousand people. If you're selling the tickets at sixty bucks, if you sold every ticket at sixty bucks a ticket, and the NBA arena had a finals game going on at the same time, and every ticket in the arena was sixty bucks a ticket, the NFL game is going to make almost double what the NBA made for revenue off the arena. Yeah, because there's more seats. Because there's more seats. You're selling twice as more, many tickets. More butts and seats. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when you get into stuff like that, and then you talk about endorsements, well, you got like uh, golf endorses, is endorsed by golf. They're endorsed by uh, Buick and Jaguar and Rolex and uh, TaylorMade and Wilson and Dunlop and all these other really high-end golf brands where, I mean, if you went out and bought a brand new set of tailor-made golf clubs and picked out everyone individually, and then you got golf pants, golf shirt, golf gloves, golf hat. And then had somebody trim them to shoot, your length and then regrip re them. Regrip them, sell to your length, get a bag that's functional and all the amenities you need for golf, you're going to spend five grand. Probably. Yeah, shoes, you spend a couple hundred dollars shoes, on shoes. shoes are three four hundred bucks yeah. a pair if you buy the right pair if you buy top of the line shit you're going to spend a lot of money <clears throat> if i want to be a basketball player i can go buy a pair of shoes 
I mean, if if you really had to, you can grab a pair of $30 and ones from Walmart and you can play basketball. You really could in a $20 basketball. That's all you really need. And a court somewhere that, that'll let that'll let you play. You it's crazy. To, you can go to practically any park. Basketball is one of the most inexpensive sports to play, but it's one of the highest paying because so many people play it. Yeah, and so many people enjoy watching. Just it. like just like soccer, you just need a pair of shoes and a ball. Yeah, you can you can get a ball for twenty bucks. But to get on a team and get in, into tournaments, it's expensive. Yeah, you know, and that's where a lot of the cost comes in too. Yeah, hockey, very very high expensive sport. And it don't have the payout like people think, even when you make it to the NHL. You know, some of them guys for their entry level contracts get half a million dollars and they play a whole season. I'd be okay with that. Oh, yeah, I would too. <laughs> I mean, especially if you grew up playing that sport and it's in your blood and it, you yeah. love it and it's your heart and soul. A half a million dollars for living your childhood dream is not a bad option. Well, we've talked about it on the hockey episode. <clears throat> you can tell that that's what they're doing. They're living their dream because. What other sport does somebody get injured, fracture their wrist, and they're like, "Yeah, tape it up, yeah, I'm good. let's go." Or like that, I don't remember who it was, but he said he got he got hit and the got slashed, his face got slashed open somehow, yeah, had puck, stitches, yeah. and then came back for the he was back for the next game or later that game or whatever because it was the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, I mean he had to he went and got stitches and then came back. He's yeah. like, "All right, I'm good." There's only two sports I can think of that are like that with hockey and toughness. That's rugby and football. Rugby. Yeah. Rugby and football. Rugby guys, they'll play with a broken wrist. You just tape it up and then keep going. Football, I remember there was a there was a defensive back that played for the um San Francisco 49ers back in the day named Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott was in a play and he had broken his pinky. Where I think it was his left hand. And his pinky was out to the side. Oh, he had busted it this way, and he went off the field, and he he was out for a couple plays, and he told the trainer just cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. They taped, they, they cut it off, they taped it up. He went back in the game. I think I would have had him pull it, snap it straight, and then tape my three fingers together. Probably he said just cut it off. So Jeez. they cut it off. <laughs> He's missing his pinky on one of his hands. The dude was intense, man. But that's the love of the game, like. <clears throat> them guys are so insane and intense <clears throat> all right this episode is going to take us forever if we really don't buckle down and get into it because uh, <laughs> we still got other side sides yeah stuff we to still got to talk about the female highest paid and f1 <clears throat> and fishing and all this other stuff that we really got into on the last on the lost yeah. episode all right let's go that we got to get into on this one so uh number five the only boxer on the list and when you say boxer immediately people go to Floyd Mayweather or Tyson Fury. Or someone like Oscar De La Hoya. Or, or, or someone like yeah. that. This one is Canelo Alvarez. Canelo. Because he's probably the only one active right now that I can think of, other than Tyson Fury out of the ones I just said. Uh, Tyson Fury is actually getting ready to fight again. He's fighting Francis and Ganu. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he doing a promo? <sighs> he's got a promo fight. That dude That's fucking scary. Hard. What did we say? Francis and Ganu. It's like getting hit by a car. It's by good. a geometro. Geometro going fifty-five miles an hour. Yeah, is what they said. He's got the hardest punch recorded ever. At fifty, he said uh, a, a solid straight punch from Francis and Gun was like getting hit by a geometro going fifty-five miles an hour. That's crazy. That's fucking insane, dude. That's great. And you know who's training Francis and Ganu for this fight? 
Oh, you told me who, but I don't remember. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson himself. Mike Tyson. Odin's son. Because he's always <laughs> he's Thor. He's Thor after a workout. <laughs> he's always Thor. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. That guy is dangerous. Fuck. I would not want to see him mad. Mm-mm. I I just barely would want to see him. I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to make him mad. Really. No, I would love to meet him. There's, there's, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Tyson. Your, oh, vape, your yeah, vapes dude. are awesome. There's so many. There, there, there's only, there's only few people on this earth that can walk around with that that can walk around and be noticed by everybody like if you if if you seen mike tyson you fucking know that's mike tyson you're gonna be like is that mike tyson yeah who else could that be that's fucking mike tyson same thing michael jackson if you were walking down the road and you seen michael jackson you'd be like is that michael jackson or is that someone oh, that's fucking there's some pretty jackson. good there's some pretty good street performers in la that i saw performing on uh, that hollywood boardwalk right. on the on the stars the hollywood walk of fame yeah, yeah. there's some pretty good lookalikes and street performers but you know that, that would never be michael jackson no not out in the open like no. that I'm like, mm. like if you saw michael jackson you know it's michael jackson yeah. you're gonna know it is even yeah. though you won't see him no more or like brad someone like brad pitt or like super famous famous actors like that you yeah see george him. clooney yeah like there there's only there's there's certain people in this world that have such a level of fame that they can't hide from nobody no and mike tyson's one of them i would think mike tyson's but one i would them. love to meet him for that reason just yeah. to say i met him because the dude is so iconic and when it comes to sports when it comes i mean he has a great podcast where he gets really heartfelt with some people he started a smoking company, a uh, marijuana company. He started opening a marijuana ranch up in Northern California. Yeah. And then and then he's got the Tyson Vite and vapes. Then turned into, yeah, steered and into vapes. He's training people and stuff. And just to, just to talk to him, just his upbringing and stuff, his story is so inspirational. And it's just, it, it's a crazy story. You know, his whole story. Is- he's had a pretty good run because when he was making money boxing, he was making millions. When he was 13. He tried to get into a 16 and under uh, boxing match or boxing tournament, and they said he couldn't because he he, he was lying. He was older than 16. Oh, <laughs> That's how old he looked when he was like 13. It's like those pictures of Dwayne Johnson when he was in high school. He looked yeah, like yeah. a grown freaking With that mustache and shit. Old. Looked like he was looked already like selling drugs. man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're in high school? You're yeah, not right. in high school. Uh, so, yeah. No, I would love to meet him. But Canelo Alvarez, he, he's he, – He's he's a Mexican ginger. He would be pretty noticeable. Yeah, there's not too many gingers. I, I know in the Mexico. name Canelo, but I I don't know what he looks like. Canelo Alvarez. Uh, if you looked him up, you'd know who he is. Maybe he, we've I think we've watched one of his boxing matches. You've seen him in commercials and stuff. Uh, number four. Everyone knows number four. All right, it's one of the most iconic names right now in any household for whatever reason you want to say it is. It could be political, it could be sports related, it could be money related, endorsements, whatever. But the king himself, LeBron James. LeBron James. So, you know what? I never said Canelo Alvarez made. Oh, shoot. <laughs> he made 110 million last year. Yeah, that was the total million. earnings. Yeah. Damn. But boxing is a very high-paid sport because it's yeah, a very it prolific sport. Lots of promotions, lots of And lots I think of deals one of the people on. that made the money go up for boxing so much was Mike Tyson. Maybe. You know? I think that's the reason a lot of the money went up is because people want to see them. They want to see viciousness. And Mike Tyson was the most vicious guy he to was. ever box probably. But LeBron James, basketball. 
$119.5 million last year. Jeez. And I'm betting a lot of that is endorsement because he has a lot of endorsements out. Plus, he made that movie that came out last yeah, year. Yeah, I bet he made a shit ton of money year, on Was it last year or the year uh, before Space, Space Jam. Jam, The Next Legacy? Or I don't remember when like it came out. It was a few years ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago. But I'm sure he made quite a bit of money off that too. Plus, he was in another movie called uh, The New House Party Movie that oh, just came it? out last year, beginning of this year. But uh, I'm sure he made quite a bit. And his endorsements are probably crazy. He's got endorsement deals with companies like the Internet Claims, as this was published March of, March 11th, 2023. Nike, McDonald's, Blaze Pizza, Beats Electronics, Sprite, Upper Deck, State Farm Insurance. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that one. Dunkin' Donuts, Samsung, Kia, Verizon, and Intel. They've all advertised using him. He's just going for everything, isn't he? Yeah. Um, That's see. business. Um, this says seven endorsement deals and business and businesses earned him over $900 million in 2022, according to Forbes. Holy fuck. But this is a Forbes list that said his total earnings were only 119.5. It says, uh, says James says his longtime business partner told GQ magazine that the deal, uh, let's see. What deal was that? Oh, Nike. He said, uh, thirty-two million a year from Nike, and according to Forbes, and I guess Maverick Carter is his longtime business partner. Told GQ magazine that the endorsement deal with with Nike was worth more than a billion dollars for however many years he might he might be another one that's got a lifetime contract. lifetime contract. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> so, but according to this says <clears throat> it's from investment something, but this says according to Forbes. 2022, he made over $900 million in endorsements. Jesus. That might be when, that might be when, that might have some of that Space Jam money tied in. And obviously Nike and all everything that I, all the other ones, Verizon and Kia, Samsung. Not to mention I mean, $200 a pair for LeBron. Intel, I know. And Ethan's got a pair of the Space Jam edition. Those LeBron's. ones are pretty cool. I've seen those. Yeah. Parker's got two pairs, but luckily I got one of them on, the kids' ones are a little bit cheaper. One of them we bought in store, and one of them they were it was a it was a kind of a different <coughs> color pattern. It was right. like a pastel. It had some purple and green and white and stuff. It wasn't a super well selling color uh, color pattern. That one was on sale on the Nike's website, and it was on sale. And then there was a doing a back to school special, so I got an extra twenty percent off. I got those for sixty five bucks. Jeez, yeah. It's pretty good for the Browns. Like, Damn, yeah. The other ones, the black and red ones that he wore mo all of last year for school, those were 120 bucks. Well, when me, Josh, and John were down in Vegas back in 2000, and what was it? We we went last year, and then the year before, so 2021. Uh, myself, my brother Josh, my brother John went down to Vegas and hung out. And Josh's feet were killing him. So we talked him into buying a pair of LeBrons, and he paid 180 bucks for them. Yeah. But some of the best shoes he ever had. I think I think that's how much the pair that I got were. And then his son, Ethan, started wearing them for basketball. And then Kobe died, and he wrote all over them. The LeBrons? He wrote yeah. them? Like, just how do you think that's okay, dude? To those write on your dad's shoes, they're expensive yeah, shoes. You expensive just write shoes. on them because you want to fit in with the rest of your friends at the basketball team. And it's Trenton basketball. Come on, dude. Yeah. Like, let it go. But 
Space Jam was 2021. That reminds me of a joke. A lot of people Just might cringe at it, but uh, what 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 would uh what would Kobe Bryant be doing oh, if he was still alive? <laughs> Scratching at the lid of his coffin. <laughs> that's a fucked up joke, but no. that's funny. God damn, that's messed up. Did I tell you that yesterday? Yeah, yeah. yeah you you and Josh, yeah. you said that on the boat yesterday. Or on the way out there. Yeah, Some- yeah. Um, yeah, so way like out that, there, way back something. So uh, just yeah, that's such a wrong joke, but it's so funny. Um, yeah, so LeBron James, household name, everyone knows who he is. He did pretty decent in that movie. He did, he did. I still don't he, like him. He did halfway decent. He's a crybaby. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of LeBron. There's all kinds of internet memes and videos, and how did he not get called for traveling? And why is he crying about this? Why is he crying about that? Yeah, people are making fun of him. He's easy to make jokes of, but you know what? If I made $900 million last year- I'd be like, you can make all the jokes you want. Say whatever you want. I don't care. Keep it coming. Yeah. I'll take a screenshot of my bank account and send it to you and make you cry. All that does is put me in more people's (laughs) minds, and then they see something of mine, they want it. I'm just going to keep making money. That just makes more of people who are- who looking for for athletes to endorse for him oh everybody's talking about lebron james let's get him yeah that's it that's all it's doing it's just making him more it's just promoting his name even more yeah, just making him more promotable <laughs> number three number three top three all the same sport soccer yes one of the highest paid sports ever these guys make so much freaking money it's ridiculous uh number three is killian mbappe and he's actually a big name right now in soccer. Is he's, he? he's switched a couple teams. And I think we looked him up on the Lost episode. And I think he was from France, from Paris. And he was oh, playing yeah, back playing, in Paris. Playing for the Paris team. I remember And that for now. the French national team. French national yep. team, yeah. What do <clears> they call it? P, P, PLG? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, that's the team he's playing for now. And he plays for the French national team. And, uh, yeah, he's French. He's playing so, back in his home country. Yeah, in his home country. $120 million. Holy shit. He made at total earnings last year. That's crazy. insane. See, I don't know a lot about soccer, so I'm not going to get into soccer a whole lot. We're not going to break that down a whole lot. We're going to talk about the next two guys. And if I told you they were soccer players, I guarantee you can guess who the top two are. Can you guess are who you, the top two are? Yeah. Who are the top two, man? I know Messi's up, and Messi's up there. Messi's number two. He's number two. So who's number and one? Then Ronaldo. What's his name? Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Them are the top two yeah. highest paid male athletes of last year. Yeah. I'm not going to say of all time, but of last year. So Lionel Messi made $130 million last year. And Cristiano Ronaldo, who's number one, made $136 million last year. Lionel Messi actually just signed with the – Miami football club down in Florida. And my brother Josh was telling me that as soon as he signed, their tickets went up 300%. I bet. Because Messi's playing for him now and people are going to pay to go watch Messi. I seen a video. Dude, I seen a video online where they casted his foot and made a golden foot. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they could sell a bunch of those. Well, they have a solid gold messy foot in a museum somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> go look at the golden foot. That's what they called them was the yeah, golden the foot. The golden foot. The dude has a golden foot. When he's on the field, fucking they win. He's that good. 
Uh, according to the internet, it looks like 2023, whatever, 2021, sorry, uh, 41 million. He signed, well, that's the season. I'm trying to find his, con his, oh, why did it search that? Sorry. It auto-filled a search for me, and I don't know why I did that. All right. He's got endorsements with Lay's, Pepsi, Adidas, Gatorade, Budweiser, MasterCard, uh, a bunch of a Gillette, um, and a bunch of other. That messy? Yeah. Messy. Jeez, I didn't know he had all that. He's got more than more than a dozen. <laughs> I bet he lost some money on that Bud Light one. <laughs> Maybe. His uh, what did you say? His, what did you say it was? He made he hundred and. 30 million, I think. 130 million. Jeez. Uh, some, this, whatever this other sports website is saying that, because uh, he signed with Miami, the MLS, his deal, and it says his earnings could reach with his, with his contract with Florida, with, with the Miami team and his endorsements, he could hit a billion dollars. He just signed with Miami, though. So in this article yeah. is later. It's yeah. before. Well, and this is saying his his career earnings could reach with that new contract. His career earnings could reach one point six billion dollars. Career earnings. Yeah. So I bet in the last five years he's made at least a hundred and some million dollars. He's a billionaire running around kicking a ball. Yeah. Yeah. With a golden foot somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And then Cristiano Ronaldo. I think the reason Cristiano Ronaldo makes a little bit more than Messi is because Cristiano Ronaldo is a better looking dude. <laughs> Maybe. And I think he's more advertised. Who's older? And he's a little older. And he started, dude, he played in his first World Cup when he was 16 years old for Brazil. Yeah, because a lot of those, because they, they start younger. Yeah. Soccer, they can play internationally yep. at a, a lot younger he started at 16 years old professionally yeah they can i believe they can start 15 16 professionally and that's what i got ethan for christmas a couple years ago was a cristiano ronaldo rookie card and it was kind of expensive so he's got that and i know that's worth some money well and uh, like these endorsements we talked about on the last episode they endorse them for that much money but lebron when he's out there playing basketball running around these shoes how many kids playing high school ball want LeBron's? Yeah, or any soccer player they want. He Messi was on Adidas for a while. I think he might be Nike now. But how many of them want those cleats? They want they want the same shoe that right. the Golden Foot is wearing, or they want the same gloves as whatever name a famous receiver. And it's sad that they take oh Jerry Rice. So it, it's sad that they it, it takes a guy's name to sell shoes like that because LeBrons are so comfortable they that are. if you just put Chamima on the side of them, I'd fucking wear Chamima. <laughs> I mean, you know they, what I'm saying? they still sell they they still sell shoes without right. without the advertisement, but when they put that endorsement on there, they can ask more for them. They well, they can ask more, and then and then kids or just people want to be like, oh, I can be. I've got LeBron's. They've got the style. They've got just that right there. Just the style and the 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 trend factor. They're wearing the what's current trendy, and right. then it's like, oh, I can be like LeBron. I can wear the same shoes he's wearing. Maybe I'll run faster or whatever. Could almost you know? be like Mike. Almost. Shit. That was a whole. That was a whole promo advertisement thing, wasn't it? Be like Mike. Yeah. 
That was the whole campaign that Nike, that Nike ran. Was that Nike? Somebody. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Somebody ran like the campaign. Mike. If I could be like Mike, I can't remember if it was McDonald's or it was either McDonald's or whatever. One of his endorsements ran that one campaign. One of his endorsements ran that and, campaign. And I'm, I'm sure it sold. <laughs> McDonald's, Nike, or Gatorade, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was Gatorade. Wasn't that a movie too? If I could be like Mike, I don't think. It might have been. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of movies about Michael Jordan or with the concept of Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, our fact finder will look it up and check it out. Is it? Yeah. Uh, be like Mike Gatorade commercial. Yeah. I want to be like Mike. Oh, a little bow wow. Like Mike. There's a YouTube. There's a YouTube video for it. A little bow wow. So it looks like it was a Gatorade camp commercial. Well, I want to be like Mike. Yeah. So, yeah, they were the top 10 highest paid male athletes of 2022-2023. But we're moving on to uh, the top 10 women yeah, pay athletes. 10. Now, you will see a drastic, a drastic difference. And pay. Because remember, this is the top 10. We just did the top 10 for men. And I think the top 10, the first one we said was $89.1 million for Kevin Durant for basketball. It was the top 10 for men. He was number 10. He was number 10. He was number 10 out of the top 10. Correct. At $89.1 million. What's uh, what's number 10 for the women? What's, what's she making? Number 10 for women is a golfer. Female golfer. Her name is Minji Lee. She made $7.3 million. Hmm. This is almost the same list. I got this off Sports Illustrated, but it was an interview off of Forbes list. Okay. So it's still from Forbes. Same what was list Nicholson? As you had, we had two golfers in the top 10. What was, do you remember what his was as compared to? His was 100.6. 100.6? Or 106. Hundred and six million. And Dustin Johnson had hundred and seven. They're neck and neck. They're number uh they were number seven and six. Yeah. Top ten men paid. Golfers. This lady made seven point three million. And she's number ten. That's a pretty big difference. Really big difference. Number nine, tennis player. Jessica Pegula or Pegula, P E G U L A. Never heard of her. Seven point six million. That's still that's a lot of money. It still is a lot of money, but she's number nine on the women's list at seven point six million. Roger Federer, the tennis player, was number nine on the men's list with ninety five point one million. Yeah. A lot of drastic differences we're seeing here. They still both of these both of those women still make more than the the two lowest paid F one drivers. Yeah, true, true. Tennis is a tennis is one of them sports that, like we said, it it you know they're they're sponsored by BMW and Mercedes and Rolex and that shit. So they're really high end shit that they're promoted by. So they can afford to pay their athletes a little more. But I'm sure. 
unless you're like at the world level. No, well, when you're at the world level, I don't know why female tennis players make less than male tennis players because, you know, <clears throat> the stadiums are full and they're the exact same stadium. I mean, it seems like the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena, are just as famous as as the the men tennis stars. If not more. Like, I can't think of a current. I mean, I, I can think of the Williams sisters. I can think of their names, but I can't think of a current men's tennis star right now. Me neither. I really can't. I can't name you one. But I know who the Serena's or the uh, Williams sisters are. I know who they are. And they both make pretty good amount of money, but they don't make near what. Roger Federer, a few years ago, was a household name. The guy won more. He won more trophies <clears throat> than most any other tennis player. Yeah. Like he or was that guy that uh, that guy that gets heated all the time and John swears. And, yeah, like it, when his <laughs> name is mentioned, I I know who that is, but I couldn't remember his name just now. Right, but I know he gets. <laughs> breaking rackets and yeah, swear, yelling and swearing. It was fun to watch. But, yeah, no, I, I, I can't explain why tennis pays the men more because, like, when you go to, like, Wimbledon, the Wimbledon Stadium in England, and the place is sold out for the women's finals and the men's finals, how are the women getting paid less than the men at that point? It's the same amount of money to watch either either one, unless the tickets are less for women's, so people will go. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know either. Number eight, a USA Olympian gymnastics, Simone Biles. Yeah, I've heard that name. Before. Ten million. I think a lot of hers came off um, endorsements, though. It could be. I think a lot of hers was endorsements. <clears throat> Number seven, Coco Goff, or Gauff, or Gaff, or G A U F F. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um. She's a tennis player, 11.1 million. 11.1, jeez. That's still pretty good. I mean, we don't, we wouldn't complain about 11.1 million. No, I wouldn't complain. She's the number seven highest paid female. The number seven highest paid male is Phil Mickelson, golfer, and he was at 106 100, million. 106 million. Compared to 11.1. I mean, it's, it, it, that's the controversy I think between men and women pay when you get into sports like that because the women's PGA does pretty well. Also, we're talking about we're talking about Phil we're talking about Mickelson. They do okay, but if you watch like the U.S. Open for golf or the Masters, the crowds that are on the greens and the crowds that are there watching. Yeah, there's a lot of people that watch them. Guys can I, and. I don't I don't know if it's because the men hit the ball farther or they're more precise or they hit the ball harder or whatever happens and it's just more competitive maybe. I, I don't know why they get paid more. I don't know. We I, say we say it's competitive, but it seems pretty tame all the time. Them guys <laughs> you get, are pretty, some, you I, get some fist pumps and, yeah. and some some activity a little bit, but I think when I say I competitive, know. it's more with themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean with each other. I mean it's they're they're competitive. I mean, they're competing against each other. Right. But it's not like, it's not like as physical, I guess you, I mean, somebody who, on hockey, someone gets on a breakaway and scores and they're just the, I mean, the, the noise, the crowd and everybody's, yeah, everybody's jacked and it's just like, you, if somebody gets that hole one and 
you get a fist pump and mm-hmm. you get a clap from the crowd and it's yeah it's like uh all right that dude will never okay. forget that though no there's only been so many televised a hole in one yeah. i mean that shit is rare uh so number six is venus williams a tennis player uh 12.1 million okay because i don't think she's as popular as her sister I think Serena is a little bit more of a household name than Venus. I think people just remember Maybe. Venus because it's easier to remember, I guess. You know, but you remember both of them. But Serena, if you look into her her uh, endorsements and the things she's done with her career, she's made more money. I think she did a clothing line. I think she did some perfume, cosmetic stuff like that. So she's probably made a little bit more money off maybe, of maybe she Maybe she decided to go that route a little more yeah. than her sister, so she, she wasn't she as put tough her, as... She, she put herself out there a little more. Uh, number five, I cannot pronounce her last name. Uh, I can't even pronounce her first name. It's I-G-A, Iga, Iga. Uh, it's, it's S with the little apostrophe above it. A-I-A. With the backwards apostrophe below the A. What the heck? T-E-K apostrophe. Or T-E-K. Holy crap. <laughs> the apostrophe is to separate that in tennis, but yeah. It, I, I have no idea. Yeah, look at that. Number number five. Oh, and the A has got that weird little symbol below it. Yeah. I don't know. Tennis star. Yeah, what is she star. Swedish or something like that? IGA, that? she must be Sw- Swedish. Swedish. I don't know. Sorry, something. We don't know. Sorry, <clears throat> we can't pronounce your name. She hey, makes a shit ton of money. Sorry, we can't pronounce your name. If but. you know how to pronounce it, if you've heard it pronounced before, and you want to DM us, you can do that at opinions and buttholes on right Instagram. Right on Instagram, or you can send us an email at opinions and buttholes at gmail.com. Hit us up, DM us, shoot us an email. You can shoot us some hate mail or you can shoot us some great mail, but we'd love to hear <laughs> from you. Let us know if uh, how to pronounce her name because I have no idea. Uh, <clears throat> tennis player, uh, $14.9 million at number five. Nice. Compared to number five for men, Canelo Alvarez boxing with $110 million. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a different sport. We're talking about two different. That's two different sports. That, that one's kind <clears throat> of – that one's kind of weird, but you know, I don't think Holly Holm, Holly Holmes is a UFC fighter, female. She's the one that knocked out ran Ronda Rousey with a head yeah. kick. She was a professional boxer for a long time. I don't time. think she ever made $110 million boxing. Probably not. And she was a 16 time women's champion in boxing. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, like like we said in the beginning, we could talk all day about why, but who knows? You know, and men men draw more crowd. I think it's the I think it's the viciousness of it, you know. Maybe I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, number four, Emma Raducanu, R A D U C A N U. Is that the skier? Raducanu. No, she's no. Uh, tennis. Tennis. Eighteen point seven million. So I remember there's a skier on the list. There is. Uh, number three, Eileen Gu. Freestyle skiing, 20.1 million. 20.1 million. At number three. Skiing. There's a lot of good gear that they can endorse for skiing, though. Tons of different brands. Make some good money with those endorsements. 20.1 million. The men's number three, Killian Mbappe, 120 million. 120. Yeah. Number two, women's. Serena Williams, tennis. Venus's sister. 
$41.3 million. Huh. And like I said, compared to the $12.1 Venus makes, I think she put herself out there more and had more projects going. Maybe. More endorsements. I think a lot of it was endorsements for her. Compared to the number two men, Lionel Messi, $130 million. So big pay difference. And like we said, two different sports. But Yeah, there's a lot of money in soccer. There's a lot of money in tennis, too. Roger Federer there's, made 90-some million or something yeah. like that. I mean, Roger Federer, 95.1 million in tennis last year, and Serena Williams made 41.3, and I'm sure yeah. a lot of that was endorsements. Yeah. Because on the last episode, we broke down the women's endorsements and pay. You, you had that on a, a little website. Bit. I had a, a chart. Little bit, a little bit of a chart. There's a chart. It doesn't give the actual numbers. Yeah. <clears throat> but there is a chart, and it shows on the graph. It shows where that falls for – Endorsements, like I want to say, the skier barely made any money from uh, competitions. Yeah, I think like twenty percent was competitions, eighty percent was endorsements. Yeah, if not more, yeah. Yeah, if not more. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the women on the top ten are all tennis players. So that's probably. I mean, tennis is the highest paying women's sport. That's what it looks like. It, that's what it looks like. I mean, women's soccer. There's none on here. There's one gymnastics, and there's a. Uh, there's the skier. One golfer, one skier. And one rest. gymnastics, one golfer, one skier, and seven tennis. Yeah. So number one <clears throat> for women, uh, the highest paid woman athlete of last year or from, well, yeah. So this one was athletes in 2022. So from last year, the highest paid women's athlete was Naomi Osaka tennis, fifty-one or $51.1 million. Compared to the number one man, Cristiano Ronaldo, soccer, $136 million. Yeah, that's crazy. Like we said, two different sports, but I can't imagine why that is. Because Roger Federer, with $95.1 million at number nine for men, top highest paid athletes, still made over $40 million more than the highest paid women, the number one highest paid woman athlete. <laughs> So to compare it to other and that, sports. And those were in the same sport. To compare it to other sports we were talking about, I just Googled highest paid WNBA player 2023. Yeah. And her name is Jackie Young. She plays for the Las Vegas Aces. She signed a two-year contract for $504,000. That's crazy. Holy shit. But, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. Women, that's your fault. <laughs> You're not filling the seats. Yeah. You know, the seats. There, I mean, there's some history that we can talk about. There is. If there we is. want to we get into about that. that on the lost episode. Oh, well, re really quick. I mean, because it's it's a male driven. We live in a male driven society. And We're really doing. That's where a lot of feminism comes in, where women are trying to change that. Yeah, and they. I mean, if you want, you can argue the point that they've been oppressed and that their their place has been elsewhere, and they're just getting into. I mean, really, 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 they're just getting into sports and making that bigger, and. I don't. I mean, I think they just need to strive to make their keep making their sport bigger, and they should be given the opportunities. Because in the last episode, we talked. I talked about Natalie Portman in an interview. She was talking about not being able to get airtime and not just not even being being given the opportunities. And it's like, well, just I mean, the same argument that you're saying is that, that nobody wants to see it. It's like, well, give them the. You're not giving us the opportunity, right? So there's stuff like that's going <clears throat> on. Because because uh, um, what did I say there? The Angels, something city, city Angels. Something like that. It's out in L.A. It's in yeah, L.A. L.A. City Angels or something like that. Their their team, their 
according to her interview, they're filling their stadium. Yeah. Because they, they uh, lease time or whatever in whatever the stadium that they want to play in. And they were told that stadium is way too big. You don't need that size stadium. And they're doing their promotions good enough where now they're filling that stadium. I don't know how long it took them, but the stadium's packed for them. So, I mean, I want to see them succeed. That would be great. There's just, I think there's just time. It's going to take time to get that ball rolling. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, to, to play the devil's advocate, I think when it comes down to airtime like that, I think it has a lot to do with just business decisions decisions for the company that has to give the time. I think uh, I think somewhere I, I I don't know. Don't quote me on this because I've never really researched this, but there's got to be some time in the past they've tried it before and lost their ass on it, and I think there well, has a lot to do with it. I mean, if they're paid for that airtime, they're paid for the airtime. That's true. That's true. If they're paid for the airtime, they're paid for the airtime, and anything after that's just revenue. So, but I mean, there's so many. Like we talked about on the last episode, there's so many different things changing with streaming services and with true. Cable, cable is not what it used to be. True. So you can't expect them to take that risk when they're losing money to to <clears throat> YouTube TV. They're losing money to Hulu with live sports, <clears throat> and they're losing money to all this. So cables, it's not the it's not what it used to be. Is the risk worth the reward? Yeah. Yeah, that, that I think that has a lot to play play and do with it, but also would, but also would one televised soccer team, all women's soccer team, really make a difference for the sport? I have no idea. You know, because because just because they're making money at their arena doesn't mean that every other team is going to be able to do the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, when basketball was created, somebody took a chance and started televising those games. Right. But you so, also have, you know, six, nine, seven foot men battling each other to get a ball under the rim and they're fighting on the court and they're, you know, nosebleeds and sweating and breaking ankles and shooting the ball from un, un, impossible positions. And I'm not saying that women can't do that because there are some women that have done that. But there's men that are known for that, that have battled down in the gritty and, you know, gotten bloody and stuff down in there. And women don't play like that. You know, they don't, that's not a hostile sport. Like, for instance, women's hockey. They're trying to start a professional, a professional women's hockey league, which I am all for. I love watching female hockey because I love hockey and hockey is a fast paced game. Women can't check. They're not allowed to check in hockey. They can't check in their in, in any any platform they play on. They're not allowed to check. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if women could check and fight, <laughs> they're not allowed to wear. They have to wear masks. That's half of what people. I swear that's half of what people watch it for for the hits. Yeah, the good hits. What was that it's quote the, you said on the, the hockey? The joke I always say. I went yeah. to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Yeah, <laughs> people want to see that shit. And do the women get physical? Yes, they get physical, but they wear cages. They don't fight. They don't check. And I think a lot of it has to go back to the way society was years ago, but a lot of it has to go with the morality of society. Most men do not want to see women get hurt. I think it has a lot to do with it. And I know women are like, we can take pain just as much as men. That's why women were never allowed to serve in infantry teams in the military for years. For one... If a man dies next to you, one guy could haul him out of the fire. If a woman dies next to you, 
five men stop to look at her and feel bad that it happened because they're pissed now that a female died in front of them. And that comes down to a lot of society's uh, implementation, you know, the way everything was instilled in us growing up to be yeah. to be chivalry, chivalrous and all that, you know. And I think it has a lot to do with it. But women also, men can't have babies. I don't care what you say. I don't care what any scientist says, what any doctor says. Men cannot have babies. Biological men cannot have babies. If they transition to be a woman, they're not a woman. They're a man wearing woman face. <laughs> I heard a guy say that on Instagram, Charlie Kirk. He does a lot of good things, you know, and I'll argue. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. That's my opinion. And if you want to say something to me, I'll just walk away. I'm not going to argue with you about it because morally, ethically, and so based on society, we have to agree on that. Men are men. Women are women. A man cannot be a woman. He can identify as a woman all he wants, but that's ideology. That's not fact. That's not fact. The fact is there's men and women. You check your DNA and chromosomes, it's going to tell you you're a man or yeah. it's going to tell you you're a woman. Well, what's that one thing <clears> I said <throat> a while ago on here? Uh, you know, if you took 100, if you took, uh, what, what do you say? If you took 100 women, uh, if you took 100 women, biological women and 10 men and put them on an island and left them there, in 100 years you're going to go back and see a thriving civilization. If you take 100 trans women and, a, and 10 men and put them on an island, in 100 years and you go there, you're just going to find 110 skeletons of men. You're not going to have any civilization yeah. because they can't reproduce. Men cannot have babies, period. That's it. Gone. And if you're a female who transitions to be a man, you're still a female. You can have a baby. That doesn't mean men can have babies. Yeah, because you're still born with a uterus, ovaries. Yeah. That means in your ideological fucked up mind, you thinking you're a man, thinking you can have a baby. No, you cannot. Men cannot have babies just because you call yourself a man. I can call myself whatever I want. It doesn't make me right. It doesn't make me that. You know, I, I, I can't do it. And, I, you know, but I don't remember where we were at before I started ranting about that. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. You know, but that, that's another thing that comes into sports a lot with um, not so much with pay and stuff, but, you know, Trans transgendered people playing in the opposite league, like yeah, uh, there was a there was a runner. Not that I think there was a runner not that long ago. It was transgendered. It was really it was a man. Yeah, now competing with the women and and just because uh, like we've talked about physically, we're different. It's well, just here I'll, I'll, I'm gonna throw this out there. Uh, you know, if women's sports were so superior to men or so equal to men. <laughs> Matt's killing flies with his assault gun. <laughs> That's what that noise is. Yeah. I've got a bug assault. And Heck yeah. A bunch of flies got in for I some think, reason. I think somehow. they're coming in through the screen door on the I think front, so, on the bottom. Near the, the trash. The bottom they're coming the in. Yeah. Yeah, by they're the trash can. They're squeezing in. They're squeezing in through there because mine's not sealed either and Carrie killed a bee in there yesterday. Oh, shoot. But anyway, what, what I was saying is if if women are so equal to men in sports and they and women can do whatever men can do, why is it only men that transition? Why is it only weak men that transition to compete in women's sports? You never see a woman transition to a man to compete in the NBA or to compete in the NFL or to compete in the NHL or baseball or any of that shit because they can't do it. Biologically, they can't compete with men, so they don't do it because they're not going to get anywhere. Even if you took 
what what's that argument that's been going around? Serena Williams, you know, would probably she 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 had that match against like the two hundredth ranked tennis player in the world, and he beat her. And she said, "No, I can't even. I I couldn't compete with men. They hit the ball harder. They're faster. They play more aggressively." She said, "Yeah, no, we have a great sport, but I can't. You, women cannot compete with men in them sports. Mm-hmm. But you ever notice that though? Women never transition to men yeah, to play in our seen, sports. I haven't seen a trans, transgender woman trying to compete in never in men's track and field or or whatever. All I've ever seen is a young woman." Take hormone blockers and uh, testosterone, or not testosterone, but uh, estrogen blockers to become a man to grow facial hair and whatever. And then they get really depressed when they're a man because they realize we're all fucking hated anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you never see a woman. You never. You'll never see a six foot seven black woman transition to a man to play in the NBA because she wouldn't make it. Yeah. But you see the two hundredth ranked man swimmer transition to a woman to go to college and then win a title and i watched a video last night that pissed me off because the woman that he beat that i can't remember what the dude's name was you remember what his name was that guy that uh swam for that college team and won the title won the national championship or whatever Mm -mm. so the lady was saying yeah oh we went back to the judges and the judge said but you guys actually tied for points you guys tied for the title but we're going to give it to him or we're going to give it to her because it's better photo ops. That's what wow. they told this girl that swam since she was four years old, competed in women's sports to get to that level. And she lost to a biological man who, by the way, they had to change in the locker room with them and everything. You know, biological man, fully intact biological man. They had to change in the locker room with them and everything, which first off was wrong. And then she ties him in swimming and they give the title to him because it's a better photo op for the for the organization. That's fucking bullshit. Jeez. So listen, women, <clears throat> if you're mad that men make more money in sports, if you're mad that men are taking over women's sports by doing this shit, stop being mad at men and be mad at your fellow women for not supporting you guys better and not standing up against these ridiculously insane men that think that they're women that's where that's where everybody should be mad is transgender men competing in women's sports for sure and and everybody trying to be that's okay with it and celebrating this person i think that's where everybody should be mad i think women's sports is growing it's been growing and i think just unfortunately because of the way society has been run it's just going to take more time and i think a lot of men not wanting to see those sports and not being interested in those, in those sports does have a lot to do with what you said. They don't want to. They don't want to see women women get hurt. And not even that, it hurts the sport more because you, you never see videos of men being like, "Oh, let's celebrate that woman for being a man and you know changing his ways and being." It's always women that stand up for transgendered men. But when you have a transgendered man going to MMA. No one's going to go watch them fights because no. we think it's ridiculous that he had to go that way to beat up women just to be good at something. Well, Dana White would never let that happen. Anyway. He, he never will. <laughs> and, like, and he'd fight him tooth and nail over like, it. No, go yeah. away. Never I'm the president. It. Yeah. I run this shit. Never Go happen. away. Yeah. You can't fight in my sport. Like, You're no. gone. No. But they hound on anybody else that says it. But Dana White's not going to allow it. He's, you know, he's totally against it, which is awesome. I yeah. love Dana White for that. 
He stands up for what's right, man. It's not okay to let that happen. Is it okay for someone to transgender and feel a different way? Fucking perfect. You can feel however you want. You can be a woman if you want to be a woman. But don't try to steal womanhood from a woman. Just be you. Who gives a fuck? Stop trying to get likes and get follows and being a millionaire off this stupid ideology. You realize, you know, not only do so many sports are advertised by so many companies, and they don't realize that when they put Dylan Malarkey or Dylan Mulaney, I'll call her Malarkey, full of Malarkey, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney with the, that Bud, I, Bud Light commercial, Bud Light lost like $20 billion in I revenue. I think they're still losing money. They're still. Dude, I watched a video of them down in uh, um, Sturgis at the bike rally, mm. and the Bud Light tent is usually full every year. There was nobody in it this year. They were all around it drinking other places. Like two people were walking through the tent. They, yeah. they didn't sell any Bud Light down there. Doesn't surprise me. You don't you don't realize how many people don't give a fuck about that shit. Or they just get mad that you did that and tried to make it so mainstream that they're like, fuck you. We're just gonna stop buying your shit. Yeah. Imagine if Nike did a did a commercial like that. Fucking nope. Adidas is gonna fucking go through the roof. If Nike ever does a commercial like that, I'm buying Adidas stock or Reebok stock. Or Under Armour stock. Yeah. Because <laughs> Nike's just, they're going to fucking plummet. Any brand. Fucking Target. Target put tuck-friendly swimsuits for kids in the front of their store with for Pride Week or whatever. Lost $9 billion in 10 days. Jeez. Because people stopped going there. People won't go to Target. You know? Quit supporting that shit. Knock it off. I'd go to Target if we had one, just because our Walmart's a disaster. Yeah, I'd probably still go to Target too, because no, I really oh don't. Oh my gosh, dude, I, dude! Listen, we have lack of options. Yeah, a lot of other people don't. Out yeah. here, we have lack of options. If if we had if we had a Meyer Thrifty Acres like we have back home, a Meyer store. Oh my god, it's so nice. It's like a Walmart, go, but nicer. I would go to Walmart just to walk in and find the manager. And be like, fuck this place. This sucks. I'm going to Target. Yeah. And walk right, away. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> or walk up. Or walk up and that person looking for my receipt be like, no, listen, I did my job. Yeah. And you didn't even fucking pay me for it. I had to pay <laughs> for this shit. Yeah. I, I went and picked out what I wanted. I carried around the store with me. I walked up. I checked it out myself. I paid for it myself. I bagged it myself. And now I'm walking out of the store and you want to see my fucking receipt? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Go get a different job. That's my. I, I did your. I did your entire fucking job for you. I, I I got what I wanted. I checked out. I bagged it. I paid for it. And now you want to see my receipt? Fuck you. You don't trust me. Fuck you. Quit. Quit firing uh, cashiers. Or quit. You know that's the biggest problem with technology we have is they're pushing it into everything. Man, they mainstream. watch the cameras. Yeah. Tell them just tell them go watch, go watch the cameras. Then, I remember when we moved out here, there was no automated checkouts in Walmart. Now they're what eighty five percent. I think there's automated. like ten checkout lanes, and most of them are twenty items or less. Yeah, right in the middle. There's yeah. just a few. Most of almost everything in there's uh, uh, computer checkout. Yeah, the um, that Dollar General that just opened up, they're they're all they're all self checkout. That's all self checkout. There's, there's crazy. one. There's one 
and sometimes there's somebody at it. And then for the longest time when they were, because they opened and they just, they just opened. I don't think they were completely ready. I think they were behind schedule or something. And it was card only for a long time. You couldn't pay with cash and they're, they're all self checkout and like freaking crazy. 90% of their refrigerators were empty. They just didn't have stuff on the shelf. It was nuts, but yeah, that's a that's almost that's almost a hundred percent self checkout. That, that's a, that's a long way from paying sports, but it yeah. leads into everything we were saying about just the way things have taken a hit. Um, I, I mean, self checkout really don't go into that, but a lot of things have taken a hit because of this whole movement, and uh, it's getting really old, and you know women not getting paid well in sports you're already behind the curve when it comes to getting paid you know like we talked about on the last episode you know baseball's been around for 100 years hockey's been around 100 years basketball's been around for you know 85 years or something like that boxing's been around since the old days you know 1600s over in england yeah i mean pugilists they've been around forever there's there's always been fist fights that people want to watch so boxing has been around since the beginning, pretty much. I mean, women's sports, well, sword fighting with Joan of Arc, maybe. Yeah, well, but she wasn't she wasn't very well accepted because of her the way she presented herself and her attitude and her beliefs, yeah, her religion. So she was, you know, she was one of the first real female activists. I mean, if I you think, think about I it, I think a much of it goes back to it wasn't proper for a woman to do certain things to Soci- do things that could possibly society, kill you in society it wasn't accepted it wasn't was not i mean even just going to a bar way yeah. back was not it was <clears> like <throat> this is not a place for a lady and not a place for a lady there you go and then they started classifying them as bitches <laughs> just kidding <laughs> or a bunch or like i was watching scary movie <laughs> last night oh shoot and uh when when uh ray uh keenan ivory wayne's or whatever, he's laying in that bed, and his girlfriend on top of her name is Brenda, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there, and that song comes on, uh, every other city we go, I see the same hoes. <laughs> but before the song starts singing, she's like, you know, they gave me a shout-out on the song and the lyrics? He's like, yeah, he's like, every other city I go, I see the same hoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they, they were giving her a shout-out by calling her a hoe. Oh, jeez. I was like, that shit's funny, man. That movie's great. Forgot how funny it is. Just it's watching it—that was funny. That movie's awesome, dude. When he's like, he's like, "What about that time?" See, yeah, I'm gay. Ray's gay too. Well, hold on, I ain't gay. <laughs> he's like, "What about that time we went shopping?" So I wanted to go to San Francisco. What about that time we made love? Whoa, you sucked my dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's a, shit. That movie cracks me up. That's funny. But uh, you want to know how much uh. How yeah, much? give us a now that, now that our whole rant's over about transgender. Well, you know, and stuff, so, but. Uh, fishing. We've we've said we said before earlier in the episode we've gone nine weeks in a row or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the first place prize for the Bassmaster Classic is three hundred thousand dollars. That's not bad. Just just for that one weekend, one tournament. one tournament. I don't know how long the tournament lasts. Just that one day. Of catching fish, you can make three hundred thousand dollars in a day. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. We'd get out there and just get mad, fucking yeah. break our poles, probably. Yeah. We got we, one. 
We would cost us a thousand dollars to be out there. <laughs> Shoot, it cost me ninety bucks this weekend. Uh, more than that, because for fuel and whatever, you know, like uh, your buddy said, that guy on your route. He said you lose a lure. That's just cost of doing business. Yeah, for sure. I lost that freaking bobber, my little fish finder. Oh man, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, so, that but sucks. That's, and then uh, let's see. It looks like that's kind of hard to read. Uh, one of the other things we like to do together is bowl. Yeah, I've gone bowling for a little while, but it looks like Jason Belmonte. Looks like in 2020 he made like 2.3 million dollars. 2019 he made 2.8 million dollars. So he makes he makes over a million dollars a year. Well, a lot of that from endorsement too, the storm and yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, but I mean, he, he's like, he's sponsored by them. So they, they're just making money off of him. I mean, sure. They're paying him money and then he gets free equipment from them. So he doesn't have to buy anything. He doesn't now that he's at that high of a level, it doesn't cost him anything to do it because he gets free balls. He probably gets, he gets all free bags. All of his tournament fees, fees are paid. Probably because he's that high nothing. up there. I didn't look up Kyle True. I could have looked him up too because he's he's kind of bumping Jason Belmonte out. And he's kind of <laughs> he's getting just he's, his look. Yeah, yeah I mean he, he's a great bowler too. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But yeah, he's he makes a crap load of money. So he's a millionaire just bowling. That's crazy. Um, but I mean, everybody wants like we already talked about. Everybody wants his stuff. I'm sure his ball sells his his signature ball, or if uh, you look at his lineup, like of his his six ball arsenal, whatever he's he's using that equipment he's using, people want that stuff. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I almost bought one of his balls. <laughs> what about the other one? Is that the one that? <laughs> no, that's the one that uh, Cinderella gagged. <laughs> that's the one that's still. That's, that's what she said when she got to it. Yeah, yeah. when she got to his ball. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so I told you, I said uh, women, the the women on there are making more than the lowest paid uh, F1 driver. Yeah, yeah. So let's, we'll go there. So we've got the two lowest paid F1 drivers are making a million dollars a year for their contract, which is Yuki, like we said, we'd still take that. Yeah. Yuki Sonoda and Logan Sargent. Well, Yuki Sonoda races for AlphaTauri and Logan Sargent races for Williams. So, and then we've got one, two, three, four, five drivers. Are racing for, uh, oh well, five drivers make two million dollars. So we've got one of the McLaren drivers, Oscar Piastri. We've got Joe uh, Zhou who races Alpha Romeo. Nick DeVries for Alpha Tari, but he just lost his contract this year, so he's gone. He got uh, bumped. He got bumped. And Nico Olkenberg races for Haas. Lance Stroll who races for Aston Martin. Those guys are all making two million a year for their contract. And we've got Alex. Albon making $3 million racing for Williams. And then we've got one, two, three drivers uh, making 5 million. Kevin Magnuson, Pierre Gasly, and Fernando Alonso. Those guys are all making $5 million for their racing for their teams. Um, Esteban Alcon racing for Alpine is making 6 million. Then we've got George Russell from Mercedes making $8 million. Valtteri Bottas, racing for Alfa Romeo and uh, Sergio Perez racing for Red Bull are both making $10 million. 
What so number are we at right now? It's going up. Now we're in the one, two, three, four. Now we're in the top five. Top five. So this is crazy. This is the top five. So the fifth, the fifth highest paid F1 driver is Carlos Sainz racing for Ferrari. Good old Ferrari making horrible decisions. They're not doing good no. this year. Yeah. Last year, they didn't do all that great. Um, he's making $12 million and his contract is until 2024. So it's up next year. So that, but that's still not bad. $12 million. $12 million. And then we jump to Lando Norris making $20 million. And that's for, number four. That's number four with McLaren. Lando Morris, you said? No, Norris. Norris. Yeah, Lando Norris. And then the other Ferrari driver <laughs> makes twice as much as his teammate. Charles, Charles Leclerc making $24 million. Now, why is that? Is Leclerc a better driver than the number five guy? I don't know if he's really – he's – I don't know if he was that much what, better. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think justifies them paying him more money? Do you think he has a better agent that fought for better pay, or maybe? And then they always try and decide who. So most of the F one teams are set up as their number one and number two driver. So Charles Leclerc is is has been kind of their number one driver, and then his teammate is is number two. Um, Carlos Sainz put on a really good performance this last last race, though he beat his he beat Charles. Charles Leclerc, he beat his teammate. Do you think if Sainz started beating Leclerc more, the roles would change and mm -hmm. he'd make more money? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because his okay. contract is up. Both of their contracts are up next year. So they're kind of racing to see who can win the number one spot. Yeah. So number one driver always makes more. Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. Well, uh, the way it's sounding. Well, and then so um, I'm pretty sure Lando Norris, Lando Norris is the number one driver for McLaren. He's up top five. Um, Lewis Hamilton is definitely, he's the next one on the list. Number two, he's the second highest paid F1 driver. He is definitely the number one driver and George Russell is the number two driver. So just to refresh, George Russell is the number two driver for Mercedes making $8 million. Lewis Hamilton, who is, I believe a six time world champion, is making $35 million. Gotcha. And his contract is up this, this year. So he's, right. he's negotiating a new, new contract. Um, I think the rumor is they did make an agreement, but uh, and the highest paid F one driver, shocker, Max Verstappen making fifty five million dollars. That's quite a bit of money. Yeah, you know uh, Serena Williams makes almost as much as him. <laughs> you yeah. would think f1 drivers would make so well, much more like soccer this one this one i'm pretty sure this is just their contract their salary gotcha. this is not including any of their endorsements so he may make double that with yeah because i believe all of their their stickers and anything they put on their helmet is their money that's their contracts to negotiate and those are million dollar spots on those helmets millions right so I mean, for I've heard I've heard rumors of numbers that you can get it. You, I mean, to get a six-inch sticker on the car can be a million dollars per race. Well, you know that makes a lot of sense. I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't understand how Red Bull has so much money, but I mean, because it's just an energy drink. That's what most of it actually was. Mm -hmm. A lot of their money comes out of sponsorship. They're paid by companies to sponsor them. Yeah. So that I mean, it's a billion-dollar corporation. I get that. Like when it comes to. Uh, Aston Martin and uh, Alonzo and uh, Ferrari. Yeah, we got Ferrari, McLaren, McLaren, Alfa Romeo, Mercedes. Yeah, there's uh, one. Those one, are one Ferrari could cost a million dollars for the right type. These are car. Those are car companies. So four, obviously they've four got money. Ferrari sold. 
will make you a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, then that's like the baseline Ferraris. That's, you know, they're two quarter million a piece if you buy the lowest model probably of a certain kind. I don't even know. I don't know. You're paying a quarter million dollars probably. Just as my opinion or, you know, just just in speaking terms. Look for that in the next episode when we talk about uh, supercars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about supercars <laughs> in the next episode. Not next episode, but future episode. We'll talk about yeah, we'll the talk most about, ex- top 10 most expensive cars. Yeah. No, that's a great topic. We'll do top 20. Yeah. Or we'll, we'll do the top 10. It's most expensive and the top 10 least expensive. <laughs> and then we'll break down the differences. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be one of our episodes. That'll be a free to get into that one. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, so, but, I mean, they've got revenue there. Like, Mercedes makes tons and tons of money selling cars. So, I, I guess I do understand how Red Bull can pay somebody so much because they're a billion-dollar company. And how many things – most of them uh, – most most of Red Bull sponsors are high-octane sports. They got the cliff diving and the freaking – yeah. The little plane shit they try to shoot off to see how far it goes. Oh, yeah, you know, they run. got these little crazy competitions they've all got, over the place. Yeah, they've got plane pl- uh, pilot competitions yeah. too, where they they fly the course and the, do it in the fastest or time. Or that and, dude that took a rocket to the atmosphere and yeah, jumped, jumped out. He did the, the highest, the highest free fall, highest uh, sky. Base, it wasn't a sky base jump. Jumped. It, it was, was the highest base, base jump. Yeah, ever. He and didn't go up in a plane or whatever. He was he, up like. Tw- what thirty eight thousand feet yeah, or something right at the edge of the atmosphere he had to be in a special suit so he yeah. could still breathe so he wouldn't burn him up yeah red, into- red bull sponsors a lot of stuff they, I mean, they used to have I, I think they still have an app red bull tv and you can watch all a bunch of their stuff yeah i think so, they i think they uh sponsored uh nitro circus probably i think they were sponsors just, I mean, for tony hawk back in the day well, when just he first when came you, out you go into a gas station and if you're in line buying something just look at how many people are in line with the red bull especially out here and not even that look at all the different red bulls that are in the cooler red bull sells by the case out here it just yeah does those oil field guys are just pounding red bulls. i used i used to deliver to um morelli's distributing oh distributing yeah. over there in uh, the industrial park and i i would go in there and they'd have like a case of Red Bull that fell off the stack and it busted open. Or one, like the case busted open and one fell out and got all dented up and shit. They can't distribute that. So they just give me a whole case of Red Bull. Nice. Just free. Nice. And I'm I sure go in there all, all the time and anything that was damaged, they were like, you can just grab one of anything that's damaged. Like we can't distribute it. Yeah, it's going to go to waste. Right off. I'm sure it's all right off on there. So they expense that somehow. Yeah, somehow. I mean, there, there's got to be there's got to be a section for damaging in their expenses. Yeah. So the damages, they're just they're just write offs. Um, Red Bull does have a so the Red Bull team. It's it's Oracle Red Bull. So Oracle's I think a motorsports company. That's their main sponsor. There you go. They to to, and that's on all their cars and their helmets. I want to say that's like a three hundred million dollar sponsorship yearly. Oh, for for Oracle, so Oracle pays them something crazy like three hundred <clears throat> three hundred million dollars a year to be on the car. That's crazy. So dude. they do raise money from their sponsors. The team raises money raises money from their sponsors on the on the car and just promotions and stuff that they're doing. Um, cool cool thing about Red Bull is I think for twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six twenty twenty five they're um, so they're there's only a handful of of automakers who make uh, motors for these cars. I don't know if you know. So the the motor inside an F1 car is a four cylinder turboed motor that makes that makes twelve hundred horsepower. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit! It's a four, yeah. It's a and and their their manufacturer right now is 
Honda, their power plant. And I believe 2025 or so, they're moving to Ford. Oh, shit. So Ford's getting back into the F1. They used to they used to make motors for them. So now the car's mile per hour will drop to about 80. and Maybe. <laughs> they're going to brake all the time. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. It makes it interesting. Some people aren't Ford fans. I actually listened to an interview on Armchair Expert with, uh, some, I forgot his name, something Farley. His last name's Farley. And yes, he's related to Chris Farley. He's, he's Chris Farley's cousin. Oh, wow. He's the CEO of Ford, and he's on the board of directors for Harley-Davidson. Oh. And after that interview, I actually respected Ford a little bit more. You want to hear? Yeah. yeah want to hear a good interview. Just their their in-house practices and their, just the way they take care of their employees. There's the, I mean, they still make their stuff here in America. And I mean, they took care of their employees over COVID. They took care. Of, oh yeah, no. I mean, they they take care of their people, and they make and they have a good passion about making good cars. And so, the, the, it's, yeah. it's they they have some smart business. Yeah, like the NFL. You know, the Lions suck. I mean, they're owned by Ford. They're owned by uh, uh, Henry Ford. You know, his family. Oh, okay. They're still owned by him, and. Uh, That's funny. She did. Uh, your did she show you Amanda that just showed me the picture. Says how trucks look trucks lifted. Look lifted. <laughs> Chevy, Dodge, GMC, and Ford's up on a lift. Ford's on a on a lift. All the wheels are off it in a mechanic shop. Yeah, no, that's great. No, that but GM, I actually, that GMC looks freaking sexy lifted up though. I actually do. After listening that, that kind of money, listening though. to that interview, I've got some more some better respect for Ford. Well, you know, well, what I was saying is uh, they're owned by Ford. The Lions are. Yeah, and the NFL was going to take away the thanksgiving day gave from because they suck nobody wants to watch the lions on thanksgiving day mm. you know and uh the ford people you know the ford family said all right take the game away we're going to take away all ford advertising off all your stations while you're while the nfl is playing oh dang and they said okay you can keep the thanksgiving day game <laughs> we don't want to lose billions of dollars yeah. <laughs> i mean that's funny th that's all they had to do is say okay well yeah. you're going to take it away from us we're going to take it away from you well and then during the government bailouts i mean gm uh obama was the president of gm for a while because of because they got government funding so they yeah. didn't go they didn't go under i'm pretty sure dodge got government bailout money so in a roundabout way he was the president of gm because yeah he bought them pretty much yeah pretty bought much. Them out. but i mean i guess he still had to make decisions and do stuff right but, you know, technically he was the general motor he was general motors uh, president but i remember all the ford uh executives and stuff took like no salary while during COVID, so they yeah. had to lay anybody off. Yeah, and that so the Ford and Tesla were the only two automakers who didn't take government bailout money. Yep. So those are the only two. There's a, there's so a lot of respect. There's some good stuff. And and that. with this deal that they're making with Red Bull, I don't think there's a money. There's a monetary. Uh, they're not buying engines from them. They're exchanging technology. Oh wow! So the the motors that they're getting it sounds like the um so as i think it's 2026 or 2025 somewhere around there half of the horsepower that the f1 cars have to be electric they're switching to a 50 50 hybrid car to nice. cut down on emissions now i apparently what ford has been doing for years is they they i guess they hold the world records for classes in the nhra the the uh drag racing yeah 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 drag race they have created a electric car class and the mustang that they're 
putting out freaking makes like 1300 1400 horsepower holds the record for the fastest quarter mile because their technology and in, in fast deployment of the electric energy getting that power straight to the wheels has been faster than anybody and to make that carb faster than everybody's so what they're what they're going to i guess from from the uh, president current president current ceo guy uh, farley i forgot his first name his last name is farley but what they're exchanging what the, he negotiated is that technology for their electric motors they're going to trade for aerodynamic technology from red bull oh wow so he's saying if they can get the right aerodynamics for the ford lightning they can jump its because what is the range of the ford lightning the electric truck like 200 and something miles 270 280 he's, he says he says they can double that with the right aer aerodynamics and with where where batteries are going to be in that Man. technology soon so to get an electric car or electric hybrid that can like if you got an electric hybrid truck with the right aerodynamics that can go freaking 600 miles on a tank of gas tank of gas and, on the, a full and charge. the charge on yeah. a full charge or just a fully electric truck that can go 400 miles 350 miles that's pretty good here's the problem uh from what I've heard and what I've seen, uh, the electric company up on my route bought a Ford Lightning. Oh, did they? For their company. How did their battery hold up in the cold? Well, they just <laughs> got it earlier this year. Oh, I don't think it's been year. through a winter yet. Um, maybe, maybe it has. Maybe, maybe they had it last year. I can't remember when they got it. But the guys were telling me, they're like, eh, it's just shit. It's the worst investment they've ever made. He said it'll go 270 miles on a full charge. But if we're towing a trailer for work behind it, yeah, but it drains like 150 miles. Yeah, towing. That's what they need to figure out is how to get the horsepower and torque to tow with the electric charge. Well, it has the horsepower and the torque, just the battery drains so fast. Right, they'd almost have to put in a separate set of batteries just yeah. when you're towing something. Go well, on. That's where that's where this trade is going with this aerodynamics and the or put a gas just, generator in the back end yeah, of the just, truck, throw, yeah. just toss a generator back and there. just plug it in and just keep it charged while you're driving yeah. or just buy a silverado oh yeah you just buy a gas vehicle just keep the gas vehicle until that technology is there it's like i don't think they realize you know they're so worried about global warming and all this electric shit i don't think they realize how much if everyone has to go electric how much that's going to hurt the planet we can't we i don't think it's that feasible out here just because of the cold i don't i there's a few teslas out here there are but i don't i don't know how well they're doing in the cold one pulled up one pulled up up in noonan the other day <laughs> a tesla good? hatchback oh good luck getting back a little, to town a little speedster a roadster or whatever it was and they, they came down from canada oh geez somebody up there had a tesla and i was standing there next to this older lady i call her ma her name's ma fogerland she had a she had a little uh, breakfast cafe there in town for a long time. She was still operating when I started the route, yeah. and then she retired. But whenever I see her, I'm like, hey, what's up, ma? You know, how you doing? <laughs> and we're outside in front of the post office talking, and that Tesla took off. And I said, now listen to this, ma. You ain't going to hear nothing. Yeah. And it just just took off. Like, there was no sound, nothing. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive technology. I just don't know if it's for everybody. I don't know how sustainable it is to yeah we've already talked about what it takes to mine the the lithium and to get the cobalt and whatever the batteries need yeah for sure and and I mean the the range of them is not great at all 
and then how long it takes to charge them. Because, <laughs> I mean, who who traveling wants to trade off five minutes at the gas station to fill up versus you got to sit there for however long it takes to fast charge those batteries. Right. I mean, even if it's slow at 20 minutes, if it's 20 minutes, you're, you still got to sit there for 20 minutes. That's, that's, you gotta, you gotta, so if you're gonna like, all right, we're gonna take a trip, we gotta stop at all these places and it's gonna take 20 minutes here. So, I mean, that's gonna add an extra two hours to our trip. So, at least we'll be there in 15 hours instead of, instead of 13, instead of 10. So it's like, oh, that, that, I mean, that kills, I mean, you're, if you wanna take a road trip, you gotta plan for all that. And then out here, there's, you won't make it to some of the places because you'll make it to Minot. You can charge in Minot, but then you're not making it anywhere else. It'd be interesting to see how many politicians have interests in petroleum-based operations and how many of them have interests in electric-based operations. Who's contributed to those can- to their campaigns? What are they trying to push mm-hmm. the most for? Yeah. Because Trump wasn't pushing for all electric, mm-hmm. and uh, Bush wasn't pushing for all electric. But Obama was pushing for green power, and Biden's pushing for green power. It's like uh, Republicans against Democrats, but I'm sure there's Republicans out there that agree with some green power and some petroleum. There has to be a standard of equalization between them, or else you're just going to have a country where half the people aren't going to survive what's coming and half, you know, the other half will. Because it's going to get bad. It's going to get way worse before it gets better. It's just going to keep getting shittier and shittier and shittier. And the way they're pushing this whole climate control shit on us, and they say, you know, you know, and they've proven that methane from cow farming causes a lot of the problems in the atmosphere. Yeah. But it's like I've said that before, I think it's, as I just looked up, I tried to find a number, but we're talking about just the percentage of, po- of pollution that cars cause. It looks like, according to the United States Environment, the EPA's website, Transportation is 29% of our pollution, of our greenhouse gases that are emitted. Okay. That's so everybody's pushing for electric, pushing for electric. 29% of our pollution is caused from transportation. What's the other freaking, what's the rest of that? Something's to me, there's there's an imbalance with that number. Do you think that's just the US number? Or do you think yeah. that's worldwide? No, this is just the US number. That's just the US transportation. It looks like it looks like it's possibly 27% of uh transportation is 20 27% of worldwide. I don't know, but I mean, the, but they push other numbers like CO2 emissions is eight, transportation is 83% of that number. Because it's it's a different emission, but globally, if you look at it, it looks like globally it's twenty seven percent of greenhouse emissions. That's greenhouse emissions is what what if you, I mean, I think it's happening. Global warming, that type of global warming is happening. Some people don't believe in that. That's for your opinion to decide. Okay. Um, but if that's if twenty percent is the number, I mean, that's there's a big percentage that's being caused by something else, and people want to push the agenda. We need to. It, we need to go all electric. That's only gonna if if we do go 100% electric, that's only gonna change 27% of the issue. Yeah, if that. So, what's I mean, what else? What's the other <clears throat> issue? Sounds like because if we go all electric, where are you gonna get all the stuff to make all the batteries that you need? Yeah, because it's manufactured, it's mined. Yeah, all that shit. You can open up a mine in the Rocky Mountains or something. 
Yeah. That and coal. Dig thousands of feet into the ground. That, uh, that power plant in Bismarck is going to have to burn some more coal to give us more electricity yeah, to power seriously. all of our cars. That's what people that are doing, pushing all those. How the fuck are you going to get electric stations to have electricity all the time to charge all these cars? Yeah. I mean, we do have one here in town. It's on the edge of town. It's out of my route. And they burn natural gas, which is zero emissions to make electricity. But the bigger the bigger plant here in our area is a coal burning plant. Yeah. We've said that. We've said that before on other episodes. Yeah. They're going to keep having to do that. Unless and, and and you know what? Even if they use until you can make an electric drilling rig, <laughs> they're going to have to use a diesel powered drilling rig to get natural gas out of the ground. Yep. There's no way to just, you can't just fucking stick a stick down there and it's going to get a little spring pop up of natural gas and be able to hook a pipe to it. Yeah, right now they're running a shit ton of construction on that plant because they're making it bigger. Yeah. There's a ton of construction there, but there's dirt being moved. They're they're bringing in stuff to so they can make concrete. That's a ton of trucking that's doing that. Right. And then all the employees having to drive way out there for the, the new construction. There's a whole bunch more people out there. All the equipment that they're running on site, yeah, yeah. They're they're causing a lot of greenhouse <clears> gas. <throat> I mean, yes, and they're going to be able to make more electricity. They're making it's like this five year project or something mm. crazy, and they're going to make it this this what they're grading in the the site is enormous. Right. So I mean, yeah, they're going to be able to make a bunch more clean energy with electricity, but they're they're making a ton of pollution right now, right, to get there. So there's a lot of issues with that. Oh yeah. So in, so in conclusion, Max Verstappen drives for Red Bull and he makes fifty fifty five fifty five yeah. million dollars a year. Last yeah. thing I got, <laughs> last thing I got for sports pay, Jacoby Ellsbury's seven year contract with New York uh, with the Yankees is one hundred fifty three million dollars. Jesus for seven years. His uh, oh some, my god, that's crazy. It's a little almost, bit. Of, that's almost. What was that? It's not 10, that's 70. So it'd be 20. 26, I think. I think it broke down to, he 26 was supposed to get million 26, a year. 26 million a year. His last year, there was some controversy with well, that. Well, 120 would make it 140. So divide 53 by seven. So it'd be 20, 21 point or 20. Yeah, twenty one point six. Yeah, like it. I don't know exactly what the breakdown was, but I know his last year was supposed to be twenty six million. Right. That's what the last year of the contract, and they there there was some because in the last episode we talked about a bunch of injuries he had. He had some hip injuries, some broken ribs with the with right. the Red Sox, and that rehab stuff carried over. But uh, they they tried to withhold it because he 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 sought healthcare in a rehab facility that wasn't approved by the club right so they settled that without having to him file a grievance and do go through the whatever steps they agreed to pay his salary and then they just he didn't really play much for for the last few years yeah they paid out his salary and then they paid a five million dollar uh uh some kind of because they they because, I mean, he he's, he could have wrote out his contract and like, well, you got it. I mean, I've got the contract, so if I'm not right. going to play, you can sit me on the bench, but I've got to be there. They paid him an extra $5 million to basically buy out his contract. <laughs> That's just crazy. So he got, he got his $26 million and then an extra $5 million to pay out his contract. That's crazy. So I have, a, I have a question for you. I think I've asked you this before. Do you think if 
Jacoby Ellsbury was to bump into you somewhere right now, he'd still know who you are. I don't think so. No. I don't know if he would. I think because he's so famous that you remember him so much. Yeah. If he would have never gotten famous, you you think you'd still remember him? Yeah. Unless you really thought about it. Yeah, because I still, I mean, I still talk about him. I still remember fun times in in Oregon when we would go swimming and because there was a right. giant public pool there. And But would it still be prominent in your mind if you would have never made it somewhere? I don't know. You know? Like, I don't know. Because, because he was so famous that every memory that you ever had with him is just locked in there because yeah. you have that memory with him. Yeah, you know? possibly. You know, I don't know. I just that's I don't know if I'd ever really asked you that, but that's it, a definite possibility. It's very, you know, because it's like, oh, that's someone famous. Yeah, I remember yeah, this one right, time. Right? Shoot, I remember this one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So I got I got uh one more question for you. Uh, can you name? One female athlete that got into a male-dominated sport. No. I can name one, and I thought of her, and I looked her up. I can't I can't think of one. Danica Patrick. Yeah. NASCAR driver. Yeah, she was NASCAR. And won a few times. She did some IndyCar, IndyCar racing, I believe, too. Her net worth is $80 million. Nice. Well, she got into that gold. Oh, GoDaddy. GoDaddy was her big sponsor doing yep. doing bikini ads for GoDaddy. She's so hot too. She did some IndyCar stuff too. IndyCar is um, the car is shaped like it's like a it's like a cross between uh, F1 racing and NASCAR because NASCAR those cars are most mostly spec cars, aren't I believe? They're kind of set up. They're all kind of set up the same. Yeah, I don't know if you know a whole lot. I don't really know a whole lot, but uh, um, IndyCar it's it's you have two chassis you can choose from and so everybody else is using one or the other you've got like two or three motors you can choose from you can choose from a setup and you just kind of put it together so you'll have to follow the, the regulations on all those so do you think do you think it as far as like uh when you get into like racing and stuff like we talked about it with uh uh, rollerblading and skateboarding and on the lost episode and with bikes and stuff do you think having a machine that is most of the work you know it's just somebody to control it and make it happen do you think that's easier for women to cross over into them sports with men because we I, talked about I that with could bmxing be. with the tournaments yeah, they pay the, the same in the lost episode vans put their foot down with all this pay differences equality and, shit, and, yeah. and they just said okay if you're in our competition first place gets this much second place gets this much third place gets this x amount and they said that's for men and women they don't make them compete together because that's like we already talked about physically there's differences right they just they're they're just we're different that's not, the not right saying, way to do it not saying men are not better women are better we're, we're physically we're just different we're going to reward you for your talent yeah and if you're a woman that can do these tricks, you're talented. If yeah. you're a man that can do these tricks, you're talented. Yeah. Whatever I, you get from sponsorship, that's on you. Yeah. But we're going to pay you the same. Yep. That's I, how they run their competition. That's the way it needs to be. Um, I appreciate that. But back to, to your question, to kind of think about that, there's there are some physical things because people don't realize how much downforce are is created by the aerodynamics and how much – I mean, when you're going that fast and you enter the corner, how many G's these cars are pulling? Right. I mean, it's basically like flying a jet fighter pilot. Just 
an enormous amount of g-force gravitational force right. on the drivers right, right so i think there's some physical limitations there for different people do you some think people have to build up certain other muscles than than other people would yeah but i think that if you took if you took 10 determined women and trained them and tested them and got them doing the same thing the men are doing and driving them cars i think they could do it i think they could too Dan, because i mean like we talked about danny kirkpatrick was competing at a high level in and nascar winning. yeah winning she and then at the top i'm pretty sure she did indycar which is another step I yeah, mean, yeah i mean because it's like these racers just like we talked about with the soccer players they're playing tiger woods was how four years old with his dad right. on the golf course so that these these guys get into go-kart racing when they're five six years old and, and then, then they get into stock racing, they yeah. get into dirt track, then they get into they rally. They move all over and do yeah, all yeah. that, all the, just that whole motorsport, motorsports world. And then they'll get into like, um, like F1, yeah, they'll like, get into F3 and then F2 and then F1 and they just kind of move up the ranks. It's like going learning. through the different, uh, the different steps to be a professional. Yeah. You got to go through the as different you know, series and different clubs. Did you know they have a special license to drive F1 cars? I didn't. There's a special license. You have to have a supercar, some kind of supercar license. I'm going to get you one for your birthday next year. <laughs> you have to pass the test. You have to have a driver's license first, and then you have to Oh, no, I'm you just going to get you a license that says like, F1 driver. <laughs> You're so, not going to pass so shit. But, it's yeah. crazy. There's They have a special license to be able to do that. But where I was going with that is, I mean, like, now, like even at the Super Bowl last year, this year, you know, the last Super Bowl, Chiefs and uh, Eagles, they had that all-female fighter team fly over the stadium during the Super Bowl. Oh, I don't and it, it was that. an all-female pilot team that flew the F5s or F6s, whatever, over the stadium. Yeah. So they got a whole group of just female fighter pilots now. Well, I mean, I think that's one that's a – I mean, now that I guess more of the military is a little more – broad with who gets in because now it's like just women are they're there they i mean with some of that issue getting passed fighter pilots is one thing that your your qualifications your skill has to get you there yeah for sure if oh, you don't yeah, if you don't yeah. have the skill you're not a fighter pilot if you can't do it you can't you do can't it. do it you can't do it period, period. man yep. woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i had two diet cokes last night so you don't owe me one all right <laughs> all right, good. so but i mean that's if you can't do it you can't do it you're yeah, you're out for sure and so, that's how they treat that's how they treat women that want to go into special ops and they treat women that want to go into the front lines and fight with men yeah. and infantry i mean the if you I can't mean, do the job you're not going to fucking do it uh, Dem it. demi moore did that movie about wasn't that based on an actual person who yeah. tried to do Navy tried Seal, to get in Navy Seals and made it. it but i mean you, you they're not going to tailor the training just because you're a woman they tried to and she got pissed off about i mean it. you if you, you do it you can do it right so i don't that's just that's just how it is so i think if they're i think if if carding had more women doing it and if they're going up through the ranks i think you could very easily see a woman racing at a high fairly high level in at a high level in f1 I mean, her neck would be massive because I don't. If you, if you look at the neck muscles in these drivers, her you neck can't. Would you be can't tell. Massive. Well, I mean, the F one drivers now they're they are right. just just from turning and having that many G's put on you, holding your head so you can follow the race line. Oh, I'm and sure. I'm it's, sure. It's an enormous amount of G forces. It's oh, yeah. crazy. It's a you know every sport we just talked about. I mean, to get to that top level takes years and years of commitment, and not many people can come out and just do it. Yeah, it's happened in 
it's happened in football a couple times. Big guys that just, you know, in the middle of college decide they want to play football, make the team because they can push people around and then make the NFL. Yeah. It's happened very rarely. But most of the time it takes years and years of commitment and someone who's and pushing. Super, super fast and just shows up. Do I think women do I think women should get paid as much as men? Absolutely, if they do the same job and bring in the same amount of money. The problem is is most women don't bring in the same amount of money as men do for each sport. And yeah. the only one that I can think of that has made more money than men was Ronda Rousey. And I played that clip on the lost episode about her, you know, you know, I make the most money because I bring in that's, the that's money. Right. Yeah, yeah. She straight up said she yeah. brings the money. The people pay to see it. And people yeah. paid to see her fights. Every time she yeah. was on a pay-per-view, I mean, you bought fights. Yep. She's one of the highest grossing fighters of all time because her pay-per-view sold. And like she said, Dana and Lorenzo didn't want to do something nice for a girl. Yeah. She brought in the money, so they paid her adequately for it. And that's she was the way early. it should be. If you're earning the money for the company you work for, you're going to get paid the money you deserve. She paved the way. I think she definitely paved the way for oh. all, all the other women fighters who are there. By far. By so, far. There's I mean, a few yeah. of them now that are still making statements, but she is Unfortunately, she is the rock that the women's divisions stand on in them yeah. sports now. I mean, she, she was it. she was kind of a one trick pony, did the same stuff a lot of the time. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think her and Misha Tate can you know they're like the 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 foundation. Yeah, they them two with the rivalry they had and the big fights they had and Misha Tate being so fucking hot. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> Rousey wasn't bad looking either, but Misha Tate was really hot. Uh, I thought so anyway, but you know just. The thought of a woman being able to beat the fuck out of another woman is pretty crazy. Yeah. And for someone to let that happen. But I've also, you know, I've told people before, like, if you if you trained your whole life to be a chef, okay, like for you instance, you love to cook. If you trained your whole life to be a chef, but then nobody would hire you and you never got to show off your technical skills at cooking except for at home, what the fuck was the point of doing it your whole life? And then you get people like martial artists that train to be second and third degree black belts in karate or kickboxing or taekwondo or judo, and you never get to showcase any of the talent you have. You never attacked in a in a in an alley, you know. You, yeah. you walk through black alleys all the time, but you never attack. <laughs> so you never get to use it. What a great opportunity for you to showcase what you've learned your whole life. Yeah. And what you've put your life expectancy into, what you've what you've dedicated your life to. You're finally able to show it off. And that's the beautiful thing about sports. If you find something that connects with you, you can do it. And you can be great at it if you have the talent. The heart and the mind are secondary to the talent when it comes to sports. You yeah. got to be able to do the sport first. That's, and that's one of the, I think that's one of the big things. I mean, I don't, I, I have to say, I think, because I don't know what it's like to be a woman. There, the, I mean, well, I do, I, well, I guess I understand what it's like to be a minority and, and you're looking for representation. If you don't see that representation, you don't see somebody making it big that looks like you, then you don't, I mean, the the urge and the, I guess the, you, it, nobody's going to light a fire under you. So yeah, if no. you have that talent, you're not going to get there. So that is, that's one, one unfortunate thing that's going on. And and I mean, if the, if the money's there, I think anybody should be able to be, any team or men or women should be given the chance to, to shoot their shot. 
you also got to earn it. That's what I mean. If the money's there, I mean, I mean, you're not going to be given the opportunity. You got to earn the opportunity. Everything we do in this world is earned. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this, like the Natalie Portman, who's the co-owner of this team. Yeah. They're filling stadiums and they're competing at that level. They're already current soccer players. They're already high level. They, are, they, have, I mean, they're already competing at the same level as as the highest women's soccer team, the women's soccer in the sport. So, and they're looking for that. They're looking for that chance. And and I I, I get that. I just don't. I just don't know if televising one women's team is going to make a difference. And I think that's what a lot of people think. But well, you'll never know unless you try. You no. Know, and I mean, just in, just like looking like i was saying looking at it so as as a uh, inspire inspirational moment yeah that that one game that is televised who knows how many people see that if if they see it and we don't know what that's going to change for them right like, oh, they but see true. the tv and they look well, well they can do it who i mean but then it goes back to that question ben asked us in vegas on our interview last year who won the wnba title that yeah. year <laughs> yeah. i mean i can't tell you no, I, I can't, can't even tell you who's in it this year. I, I can't tell you who won it this year or who won it. No. Who's good? I can't even tell you. I know Sue Bird, and I only know Sue Bird because her name's Sue Bird, and she said a, a few times. I've heard it a lot. I have, I have no idea. Who Sue that Bird's is. a WNBA player. Okay, and uh, there's I, you know what? There's many of them. I just can't think of them right now. Yeah, I well, can name you ten they're, men. Players. They're there. They're doing their thing, and they're relevant to some people. And you know what? Yeah, that's, like I guess that's what counts. Listen, money is the root of all evil, and money does create greed. But it does buy. It happiness. does. It does buy some happiness. It'll buy you happy moments. <laughs> I guess <laughs> money is the root of all evil, but that it will buy question. you some happy moments. Yeah. Well, money buys ammo, and that's pretty much the same thing. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh, you know that that that's that's the problem with today's society and the pay scales, and you know LeBron James makes you know 120 million dollars a year the top woman's WNBA player expects to fucking make that but what was what was i going to say she expects to make that well just, nobody nobody the, the can pro- afford to pay them that well, i know i know but this this is what i'm getting at this is my point they're not making the she money. she expects to make what he makes but she's not just happy with making what she makes She's making enough money to survive and live a great life on, but she's mad she's not making $100 million a year. You're not going to because the seats don't get filled and yeah. nobody cares about the WNBA. Sadly to say, nobody does. And it's been around for a while, hasn't it? It's been around 20 years, I think. So I don't know. Maybe in it's 20, just not getting built up. Maybe, maybe in, in 20 more years it'll be where it is. But Maybe, or it'll be gone because they keep fucking complaining. Maybe. It's just like, be like it, you know, all well, sports – it doesn't matter what sport it is. If the, we we talked about it on the last lost episode, if the fan base goes away, that sport will go away. Yep. If you if you find a way to draw, if you start playing basketball and you're and in thongs and bras, you're going to draw in a great crowd. Maybe for maybe for a year or two, but then everybody's going to be like, "What'd you say?" Oh, Ouch. running down the running, yes. <laughs> jumping around in a thong. But I mean, how long is that going to be entertaining for though? Oh, true. How long, yeah, like, how long are people actually going to want to? Pay for I, that. I, re- I remember watching the inaugural game of the uh, lingerie football Lange, league, yeah. and now it's just clips on YouTube. Yeah, because you, really no you can get it for free. Yeah, you don't have to buy it. They're not going to keep doing it. So, do I think women should get paid the same as men if they do the same job? Yeah, it, well, and, and that depends. You know, it depends on what job you're doing. It does. 
It really does. It I think in the, on, enter, in the entertainment business. Yes. And, and, you have and, to. In movies, women should get paid as much as men. It doesn't. I mean, uh, female actors. It, okay, listen. If a female actor acts next to a male actor in a movie. Say you get like uh, t- Titanic, for instance. You got Kate Winslet and you got Leonardo DiCaprio. I guarantee you he made more f- for that movie than she did. Yeah. But the movie grossed what it grossed. They were both in it. They both did amazing jobs. You can't have one story without the other. No. You know, they what's, crappy? Made the you know what's crappy about that negotiation? I'm, sh- I'm sure that the studio negotiated his contract first to see what was left over before they negotiated her contract. Right. That's how contract negotiations used to work. But coming back to greed, coming back to greed, Nobody's happy with just making a portion of what another person makes instead of just, well, he made $20 million, I'm only making five. Yeah, You're making $5 million fucking dollars. That's but if a you're, lot of fucking money. If you're first on the call sheet, that's how the call sheet, I don't know, that's what we would get in the weeds well, with more movies. Well, stuff. He, he's going to bring in more movie. Well, I mean, if as far as more that money. goes, him and her, they are first on the call sheet because they're he's the male lead and she's the female lead just talking about titanic that's how that goes so i think they're definitely and they were i think they're both fairly similar similar level of fame and stardom he was a little bit more a little bit yeah maybe a little bit so i think they should be should have made comparable money that's probably absolutely true and i i I guarantee i guarantee she made pennies compared to what he did but if the movie would have had Brian Walker in it, <laughs> <laughs> if, it would have, if, it, if it would have had a young Paul Walker in it before he was really known, just a good looking guy. Next well, to James Kate Cameron Winslet, wouldn't have, he wouldn't, have, was, cast he wouldn't have cast him. But if he would have casted somebody like that, the movie wouldn't have made nearly as much because people want to see Leo. Yeah. Because he was pretty, he wasn't. At the top, top, but he was sad. pretty, pretty famous, right? And it's it's sad the way society is, but that's the way it works. Men are always going to be accountable for more money than women when it comes to stuff like that. And it's uh, it's it's you know, I, I do I agree with it? No, but women have only been able to vote vote for seventy years. I mean, that's the way society was back in the fifties and sixties. Women didn't leave the house; they took care of the kids. They cooked, they cleaned, they took volume, they drank. Well, and unfor- unfortunately. <laughs> but that's the way society was. And unfortunately, back then, men didn't think women were smart, and smart enough to understand and, those issues. And they didn't think they were strong enough to go do things on their own yeah. and be independent. Roles have changed. And now you got a WNBA league. You used to have a, a league of their own. You used to have the Women's Baseball League, a league of their own. It's a true story. It's a real league that was developed, you know, during World War II, when the men were gone, they started yeah. entertainment, so they let women play. Uh, but, you know, like we said, hockey's been around 100 years. Basketball's been around 80 years. Football's been around 100 years. Now you got the WNBA. So in 80 more years, will women be able to build themselves up in sports enough to where it's entertaining enough everyone wants to go watch it? It did take basketball a while to to catch on American it really football did. it took him a little while to catch on and to build that fan base yeah it took him baseball it took a took a while for it to build that fan the, base. the problem is, is everybody wants change now they now. want equal pay now they want it done like, yesterday give it time give think, it time i think it's good there i think it is going to take time now what, what were you going to say studio audience well just back to what you were saying about like equal 
or for the same job, yep. women should get paid for the same job. If they do the same thing, yeah. if you're both out there and you're both lifting 50 pounds, whatever, they should get paid the same. I, 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 I agree. Um, I mean, (laughs) yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. If women are doing the exact same job, but when we're, when we're we're talking about sports and we're talking about movies and stuff that has a lot to do with the return that that person is going to bring in. Yeah. Movies, movies now. I mean, if it's a big studio production and, and it's, it's a super famous male lead, they're, they're the male lead and the female lead, and they're just as famous that I think they should be paid the same. Yeah. Like, uh, let's see, uh, uh, for for instance, Alice in Wonderland, you had the Mad Hatter, Johnny Depp. You had the Queen of Hearts, uh, Helen Bottom Carter. I'm sure Johnny Depp made more money than I'm him. sure he did either because he commands more money in Hollywood. His price to do a movie is higher. But if you want the movie to sell, you're going to pay that price. Because, I mean, Anne Hathaway was in that movie too, and she's, she's pretty famous too. She is. But Johnny Depp, you know, just the history of their movies. Johnny Depp has made movies that have made a lot more money than Anne Hathaway's, I bet. His movies well, have he's made, made... He's just made more money movies than her. Well, yeah, he, well, he's made more movies in general, but his movies have brought in a lot more money than any of her other movies. Yeah. More than likely. Johnny Depp's movies have grossed a lot of money. The only one that I can think of that might have made a lot is Les Mis. They're recreating remake of Les Mis. For, for Hathaway? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of it. I mean, Devil Wears Prada was big. Yeah, it was all right. But I don't think it was... Just no. as big as some of Johnny Depp's. Not as big as Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. No, that's made a shit you know, that's of money. billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. And, you know, Johnny Depp, I mean, he commands that much money. You want him in the movie, you pay him $20 million. That's just yeah. the way it is. Or to get, to get Brad Pitt. A lot, of that, a lot of that does work that way because you want the big Hollywood name. Because to, it brings in make, revenue. Because it brings in money. I mean, right. they, are change, <clears throat> they are changing gears a, a bit because content, more and more content is being made. And- even for that, I mean, because they'll say, "Oh, well, we can get this person to do it, and it'll make just as much money." Right. So they're 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 going through a lot of changes. Also, just Hollywood in general, movie making in general, is going through a lot of changes. Well, listen, so, I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna end this episode. But but I mean, like, but to, just one last thing with that yeah. is is sometimes sometimes a lesser known actress who's or or actor who's who does really really well, but nobody knows who they are. They get a big break being paired with that big name like like yeah. uh the i mean just like allison the the example you gave was gave with alice in wonderland the i don't know what other stuff alice has been in i don't remember yeah i don't, I don't know. remember who she is but i mean she, i mean that was i mean it was kind of a breakout role for that person i don't know what else she's done yeah. but i mean just things like that or or um when natalie portman did the professional that that guy was already pretty pretty famous. Yeah. It was kind of a breakout role for her, even though she was only like 13, 12 or thirteen, whatever. For sure. But I mean, they get paired with. So I mean, you have somebody you got to pay the money, and then they they bring this other person along, and they make a good amount of money. So there's a lot of it takes a certain a amount of, of it takes a certain amount of time in Hollywood to start demanding a certain yeah. amount of money. Yeah, you got you got you got you got to pay your dues, and I think most of the people that command money have paid their dues. But I mean, if you put, if you're making a comedy and you put Will Ferrell and Tina Fey together, you're gonna fucking make a buttload of money. But they should make the they same should amount make the if same they're doing the same money. amount of work. Yeah, but they, I'm I'm sure more than just us sitting here talking about it and how we feel about it and our opinions. There's a group of people in Hollywood at the studio that looks at the paper and says, "Okay, Tina Fey's movies." 
just her alone in a movie or the big she if she's the headliner of the movie brings in half the money that Will Ferrell does when he's the headliner of a movie. <clears throat> and then and then you put them together and you know you got three quarter of the population are going to go see a Will Ferrell movie and the other quarter of the population are going to go see a Tina Fey movie. Yeah. And I'm sure they study that and look at that and there's a reason why People are paid more at, at or, them, uh, for them instances. Yes, like you said, back in the '90s, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, the two of them in a movie together did not make the same. I mean, she was done? making a million dollar an episode on Friends, and Brad Pitt was making hundreds of million do- millions of dollars from his movies, Fight Club and Yeah, uh, River Runs Through It. And I'm sure he made more you know, money on any movie she ever made, easily by far. I guarantee. And she, I mean, in the '90s, she was probably her. he probably made more money from being in Deadpool too. And she made in any of her movies, and she, he just had a little cameo. I would say she's probably one of the, in the '90s. She was one of the, she was the top female actress. Her Julia Roberts, Selma Hayek was high up there. She was she was, but not. I don't know. Maybe not as demanding. Yeah. Probably Julia Roberts, more than likely. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bates, maybe. But I mean, uh, in the '90s, like that. Who was the other chick that played in the Witches and stuff? Uh, singer. Uh, no, in the witches. Oh, what's her name? She was in the witches of Eastwick. I don't remember who that was. Who that was? Oh, what's her name? Or no, no, she was in that movie, uh, Stuck on You with Matt Damon and stuff. I don't remember. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. She was big, and or not Anne Hathaway, uh, uh, Demi Moore was big in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of great female actors that have made movies really well. Most of them are paired with really good side dudes. That we're getting way off the topic of sports and pay. Well, we're still but talking, we're talking about, pay, about equal pay, pay equality, and do I and think, the lack thereof. Do I think a woman should make as much money as a man if they do the same job? And when it comes to Hollywood and sports, it's based on revenue. And if you're not bringing in the same money as the other sex, well, then you know they're not going to put it. I mean, they're not going to put a guy that brings in $5 million a film with Tina Fey in a film. But here, here, here's, here's my point out of all that. Be happy with what you make because greed is killing our society. And if you're a woman that goes to work every day and your passion is films, what, what's, that, uh, what's that quote? You know, uh, or not a quote so much as saying. Um, there's one quote. That's a great quote. If you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's how most people feel when they get into stuff like that. I mean, that's your passion to do that. But uh, just fucking mind your business. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Mind your fucking business. If the person next to you is making $16 million and you're making $5 million, you're still fucking making $5 million to do a job. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what he got paid? Who cares? You're making You're making more than most of the population will ever make in their lifetimes for doing one thing. And it's your passion and you're doing it. You're living your dream. Fucking stop complaining about the money you're making. Just fucking live your dream. Do it. You don't have to make, you can't take none of that money with you. No, you can't. You can only live so well on so much money. There's a limit where you have too much money. You can only spend so much. You're still going to have everything you want with this much money. And uh, so, which brings me to a couple of quotes before we end this real quick. So, I'm going to read you off five quotes. It's quotes about uh, money and uh, power. (laughs) So, I looked these up real quick. So, it's five quotes. The first quote says, 
Money is like fire. Money is like fire. It is only good when there's just the right amount of it, when it's properly contained and under your control. That's a deep quote. <laughs> that one. That one. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good quote. Second quote: It is not the man who has too little, but the man who has. Cr- <laughs> okay, I'm going to save that one for the end. That that's that one's a good one. That's the last one I'm going to read. It is simple arithmetic. Your income can grow only to the extent that you do. That's a good quote talking about actors and stuff like that. Uh, The third one, money is power, freedom, a cushion, the root of all evil, the sum of blessings. That's a good quote too. That's pretty good. Because that really does sum up money. Uh, Number four, money is a great servant, but a bad master. That's a good quote too. That one's good. So the last quote... We'll end it on, it is not the man who has too little, but the man who craves more that is poor. That's pretty good. Saved it till the end because I don't fucking understand it. So hit us up with a DM or hit us up with an email. Let us know what you think that means. That's the end of the episode for Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Be kind to everyone. Peace.